rolling up over black Cadillac high heel boots and a sexy body for the tap. Thank you. Hmm. What you find? Uh, my pocket knife. Oh, that's a weird thing to be laying around. Uh, I know. I don't know how it got bad dad. Bad dad leaving leaving the knife laying around. Um, oh. Well, I got a story about that too. That I'll relate. Yeah, I mean, you've got lots of family stories seemingly, and then I'll have the little uh, the wee tiny comic splinter. Nice. So, nice. and the cool thing is, like, I didn't know what all came with the set until I actually opened it up, and it comes with uh-huh. the little the little normal like splinter, like the little. <laughs> so, like, when he's still in rat form, but this is so much right. better than the movie one that's that came with the Hamada Yoshi set. I'm gonna put that mm-hmm. in the cage instead. Because I, I wanted nice. this as like the like a fun like memory like so like above whatever I do for the turtle layer I want to have like the little mm-hmm. corner of this like however long ago yeah. it was, um, but one thing that never made sense to me, Splinter is always regarded as being older like the old wise one right, right, but how much older than the turtles is he technically? You know what I mean? Like, because he was a rat, which they only live a handful of years. Or, well, I don't know. Certain certain species can live a long time, but um, but it seems like you know the turtles were little baby turtles, but Splinter's not that old. So realistically, he's probably only like 17, 18 years old, give or take. I don't know. Well, I mean, what's what's rat to human years? So I mean, I mean that doesn't even matter. Or... We're talking about just actual age. You know, they call him well, father, you know. but how much older is he actually? You know. I mean, I would think he's. I mean, for, so so if you if you're trying to track the turtle time of it, turtle time. So <laughs> turtle time. It's turtle time. If you're if you're trying to track it, then he was with Matayoshi for at least two years while Matayoshi was in the process of becoming uh, a master and the um, his his. His relationship with Yuki, and then the eventual fight between him and um, Rokosaki, and he fled to he fled to the United States yeah. with with Yuki, and so if you're translating that into time frames, so you figure Splinter was maybe small rat, got a couple years, maybe about three three years, four years, which is not. I mean that's that's de- that's okay for rat years. Yeah. Now why he would age up into a grandfatherly type, I think, is the better question. Yeah. So that's because that was what I was getting like, at. Right. So I I did a Google. Which which unfortunately relates to um <clears throat> what's that phrase of the eighties? Stereotyping. Yes. 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 So but the thing is, like if you're going by the cartoon, he actually was Hamato Yoshi who turned into a rat, not a rat who became sentient. True. So in and this is funny. So the turtles are around sixteen years old. So those versions of him being Splinter are eighteen to twenty-one years old. Mm-hmm. So Splinter, as their old wise father, is legitimately barely out of college by human standards. But right. later on, uh, like if he when he's like actually like Hamato Yoshi. Like he's significantly older, so then like he's in his fifties by the time he dies, right? You know, give or take. That is that is funny, um, but I think I know the title of the episode is going to be "How old is he in rat years?" Or or mm. but what is it in rat years? 
Um, <laughs> that'll be the title. I think there might there might be multiple titles out of this, depending upon how this how my story. Yeah, I'm I'm starting there because I usually do two different titles: one for Patreon, one for right for other. And how old is he? And yeah, yeah. How old is he and and by the way, guys, so uh, welcome back to the Now You Made It Awkward podcast, uh, episode sixty one. Uh, it's me, Shoki, here with uh, Dormammu. Greetings, programs. Yes, he has returned. He has returned. Um, and uh, <laughs> so because I've had to edit the normal episode this morning, so I'd already edited the Patreon episode, so the un- the quote-unquote uncut that had to be severely cut due to some of the, some of the antics Ricky and his wife were up to... Um, <laughs> Which was hilarious to watch, but he demanded I remove um, uh, <laughs> because it, like, I, I bleeped some of it, at least some of the things that were said. I bleeped some of them, but the bulk of the conversation was removed. Um, so uh, if there, you hear a weird, like there's two weird edits in the in episode 60 that you guys probably have heard by now if you're subscribed and listening. Um, and one of which is, like I described to you earlier, the not sure if the audio was recording properly. And then after that was we paused so that I could uh, preface him for a conversation. And then we had the conversation while we were paused. So um, if we have time, I will bring that up to you today because he thought you would be more fit for the conversation. Um but uh, Ricky actually, it was a great conversation that no one can ever hear, hear. And it's not like I cut it out. It was paused, so it was never recorded. And it sucks. Um, but guys, make sure you do that like and subscribe thing wherever you are. Uh, give us you know four stars or whatever if you're listening on podcast app, whatever that is. And of course, if you uh, want to write in, you can do so at nowyoumadeitawkwardmail at gmail.com. Uh, which I don't believe we have any emails this week because uh, Jay actually left a comment. And, of course, guys, we always read the YouTube comments because, well, at the moment, there's so few. Um, I think he just legitimately replied to a comment I made on the last episode where I realized, where episode 59, that uh, there was a weird audio sync problem that happened. And I don't, and it was when I was editing it, um, and I didn't catch it before I exported it. So at the beginning, it'll sound like Ricky and I are talking over each other a bit, and that's why. Because like our audio tracks were slightly off because of one small edit I did, and I didn't catch it until later. And then sure. J- blame blame Ricky since he talks over. I'm not just- blaming Ricky. I'm blaming me for editing around a thing. So like I, I I edited instead of just removing the same chunk of stuff from the same area, I edited it removing a chunk of conversation and then tried to make it sound clean. And then whenever I deleted that stuff, it closed the gap entirely. So things were out of sync. Like I moved it as it was cut, but when I deleted something else, it removed the gap that was left in its place. So that part sucked. Yeah, behind the scenes shit. So, but uh, Jay and or uh, Jan Goza says sounds fine to me. Sorry, I had to vent a little bit. So if you didn't hear it, he wrote in a big long email venting about stuff. And hopefully, we'll get another one where he uh, answers our other questions about his mom and whether or not he's. uh, He's uh, started charging his neighbors for working on his car because, as as previously discussed by apparently multiple podcasts, uh, car repairs are getting stupid expensive lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, and, I, and I messaged Bobby. So I was listening to n- the newest Nerd Rage, right, on uh, Saturday. And, like, I had to pause because he was legitimately talking about 
you know, his wife's car having to go in to get fixed and then his car having to go get fixed and he's talking about the cost. And I'm like, okay, no irony. Legitimately had this almost exact same conversation with Ricky. <laughs> it's like, even when we're not topical, as in talking about nerd related stuff, somehow between us and Nerd Rage, we're still having the same conversations. And, and and also to preface it, I have not listened to the newest episode yet because I never listen to the newest episode before we record because I don't want to accidentally be influenced in any way, shape, or form. Um, yeah. To me, I mean, honestly, the it depends upon where you live, but absolutely it's getting definitely higher up in price. It, it's if you're in a major metropolitan like New York, I mean, there are still places where you can go and they're like, hey, you need a new carburetor? Yeah, sure, no problem. I mean, 20 under the table, but, you know, Dude, carbs there's other outlawed. places where it's like, right. You can't have a carbureted car in New York these days. They'll shoot you. <laughs> it's like, probably. But still, probably. I mean, you know, the, it's it's definitely more expensive depending upon where you're at. Yeah, that, that part's true, too. But also, like, I guess the car market in your area might also depend. Like, if you're in an area that uh-huh. does a lot more high-end vehicles, possibly that's different. But generally speaking, yeah. like, prices are set. Like yeah. there's there's a what well, used to be a big damn book now of course it's websites uh, that tells you this job on this vehicle takes this long and then you're however many per hour you pay your your mechanics but like when Ricky was talking about it, it was like twelve hundred bucks for a new set of tires and a brake job on his wife's vehicle I'm like what the fuck I'm like it's like because even like with the set of tires I'm like okay I know those are expensive and because they've been going up. You know, gone are the days of spending 90 bucks and getting four tires on your car, you know? Right. But, like, it's like brake jobs. Like, even Bobby talked about the brake job on his Civic. You know, Bobby's got, like, a, you know, mid-2000s, late 2000s Civic, if I recall. And it's just like, that should not cost that much to do the brakes on that vehicle. That is insane. I'm like, what is going on? You know, and I'm a car car done. We're going to have to get them done on ours. We just hit, we just, we just. Everyone needs brakes. Yeah, well, we just breaks. rolled over fifty thousand on ours, so I mean that makes sense. Does it need but it? People are using their their cars more frequently because during the pandemic we didn't roll around. So, so. You, so you think we're doing excessive wear and tear now to make up for the lack um, of lack of using the car? Going more places more often and going further. I think but, people are taking more vacations and doing and that basically part's true. driving. But are more so. people driving their own car or are they renting? Good question. Um, Or flying and then renting, because that's generally the smart thing. I honestly think that more people are renting or they are buying cheap cars and then paying the price over time. Well, that still doesn't quantify that. I mean, and and, um, as a car person, I'm sure you'll understand. Yes, you you mentioned there were there used to be books that would tell you what the what how long these things would take. Yeah, I kind of miss those days. I miss the Chilton years, where you could just oh, order yeah, yeah. the manual or for your car, right? Exactly, and just completely do it yourself. It's kind of like we all remember back in the day when they would sell on TV like the twenty-four, you know, the twenty-four volume set of how to do it yourself. Yeah, you know, how do I fix a leaky and, sink? Yeah, here's a book. It shows you step by step. Yep. I missed that because that was actually more effective than trying to scour through the multitudes of the internet. Now, granted, there's a YouTube video for everything, but generally, you know, well, I think my, it's still important. My parents built their house out of a book. Mm. 
They had one of those books you're talking about, and it was um, yeah, it was about yay thick for those who can't see, you know, roughly two inches thick. And I know I know it was orange and had like whatever you know house framework stuff and other things. Mm-hmm. And literally, it had everything from laying a foundation to building up the frame. What type of frame are you going to use for what type of house? Doing right. electrical work, doing plumbing, all this stuff was in that book. And you know, right. sure, you could still use some of that today. I mean, code is different, but you know, the the basics of how to was there you know like i borrowed that book when i was redoing the electrical work in the trailer i was living in because i needed to know how to wire up a switch i'd never really done it and like uh and i you know incidentally because i was used to automotive wiring which is different ac versus dc um and uh because one will kill you the other one will just sting a little bit um but the wiring is totally different make sure you don't make that confusion like i did uh the first time so I borrowed the book just for that purpose. So, you know, learning how to frame out walls, do a little bit like I've done plumbing, but nothing to the degree that we did there, mm-hmm. you know, and basically rebuilding it from the ground up, you know, just the shell was the only thing left. So, I mean, that same yeah. book came into play 35 years after we built the house, you know, so right. that's crazy. Uh, but as for car work, you know, I, I did, uh, for most of my vehicles, I had either a Chilton or a Haynes Manual, something, you know, just depending. Because mm-hmm. some, some, there weren't Chiltons for every vehicle, surprisingly, or right. they were hard to find. Like, I even got one at a used bookstore one time. Like, it's the only place I found one. I was like, I went there with my dad, and he was looking for books for himself. And they had yeah. a Chilton for my book, for my car. And I was like, yoink, you know. So that's how, like, I learned how to do everything on my old Neon. Like I can literally can take apart a neon and put it back together all the way to bare nuts and bolts, you know, and maybe the torque factor of like certain bolts. I'm not going to know offhand, but you know, uh, when it, when it stops going, it'll probably be good. Right. You know, (laughs) it's like, it's like most of the torque stuff is make sure it's tight. And then the other stuff is like, "Eh, don't, don't break it. But, uh, like I was talking once again, that's what I was talking about with Bobby is like the wife wants a new car like new new and i'm just like okay one you're gonna pay out the ass for it two get the best warranty available because we're like not gonna be able to work on it at all it's insane right you know especially that's exactly right any anything post like 2012 yeah the specificness of the um and i have a relative that works in um parts manufacturer and specifically he does um he does programming for the actual um systems that do that do the molds mm-hmm. and uh some of the stuff is so i want to say specific and it's not so much for you know it's we're not talking about bolts we're talking about the actual parts that fit together to make up whatever is put in between the frame of the in, you know the frame of the car to fit as an engine yeah and some of it is so obvious is so very specific to the nature of that specific vehicle to that year to that model that it's uh yeah it, it really it it means you can't just get a general manual for something and be like here you go and of course don't even get me started on like you know the muskrat mobiles the teslas and mm-hmm. the the ones where you know you're never going to get a you're never going to get a, pro- a manual on a pro- proprietary car unless you basically circle jerk elon musk 
Well, I mean, so. you, you can't get a manual car on a, I'm sorry, manual transmission on an electric car anyways, because there's no transmission. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have a transmission. Just yeah. the motor is spinning the wheel. Well, like, good luck trying to figure out what's wrong with it. I'm and, and, and speaking personally, like, I had a Prius for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. And while there are certain things that are obvious about the motor, whether or not it's something running or oil or whatever <laughs> like there are certain pieces of it that i was just like i have no idea what i'm doing with this Dude, i'd be too scared to work on any kind of hybrid or anything that's got a buttload of batteries in it because you you cross something wrong it's not like you're just gonna mess up a couple fuses you might explode the whole thing you know exactly it's like you have a very 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 small chance of blowing up a gasoline car Unless you really do something incredibly stupid. Like, I nearly did. Like, never changing the oil or not putting oil in it. Well, I mean, like, literally the gas. Like, you could, you could do like I did. I I, uh, I forget if it was the... I forget if I was doing... I did something up front on the car, and I spilled a bunch of gas on the, mm -hmm. on the garage floor. And I pushed mm -hmm. the car back, and my dumbass, being, you know, like, 20-something years old, I'm like... <laughs> I'm going to just clear it up by setting fire to it. Um, but when you have a puddle of gas, it doesn't burn as a puddle of gas. It burns of your whole house. So um, I lit it and then it just was woof, like just, and now the whole garage is filled with pitch black smoke. I run inside. I uh, grab the, grab the fire extinguisher. Only time it's ever been used in the history of, of the house run back out to the garage, put out the fire real quick. And then like my parents are gone, like for like shopping or wherever they went. I don't know where they went. American Legion, something. And, uh, I open up the doors, windows, everything. I pull out all the fans, try to like vent the garage. Cause I don't want to be caught. They never knew. <laughs> <laughs> they never knew all these years later that I nearly burned down the garage. Cause I'm an idiot. Um, it's like next time, like some type of kitty litter and then sweep it out of the garage. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even right. then they would have known I spilled gas everywhere because it would have been very hard to deal with that, you know, otherwise. But yeah. like, dude, the electric cars, especially like Teslas, like you can go online and just see endless videos of Teslas in car crashes or even some other type of full electrics. Uh, I know the I think the Chevy, the little Chevy Sonic or whatever they call it or the mm -hmm. Volt or whatever the hell they call that thing. I know there was a few accidents with those where, like, they just erupt in flames and electrical fires don't go out. Like, because yep. that's an oxidizing thing. It's literally, as long as it's got something to burn, it's going to keep burning. You can't put it out with mm -hmm. water. They have to use, like, this ridiculous foam that is also yep. is not great for the environment, but it's the only thing that can possibly put it out. Otherwise, no, it's actually this, it, it is actually the same kind of smothering foam that they use for server rooms. Yeah, same. Or electronics. So exactly, it, same thing, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah so. It's designed, it, the foam itself is designed, and it's very, it's, it, it is listed, I believe, as either a Class C or a Class D yeah. type of extinguisher, because what it does is the foam, mm -hmm. it's, it's more like the, it's more of a liquidy type of styrofoam that you would almost, put. Yeah. like if you took styrofoam and you liquefied it, yeah. That's what it would be because it's designed to actually the, the the material that it's made up of is designed to capture the oxygen mm -hmm. so that it has nothing. It's to supposed burn. to keep the oxygen away from the fire. It smothers yeah. it. It's yeah. supposed to smother it and also keep it from oxidizing at all. Right. Because that's the problem. You're with right. The it's not. It's not good stuff. for the. Yeah. yeah. But you know, you're right. It's not good for the environment. And what? and thankfully, most fire, um, most fire 
volunteer fire services or fire services have those special trucks in there. They actually have trucks now that and, have that on hand. And now you have to have it more in great so. capacity to put out those types of cars. In like California, they have to have those on every possible truck then because now that they're mm-hmm. going as much electric as humanly possible, you know, yeah. it's just that situation. Like imagine if you have a pile up on the 405 of nothing but electric cars. Right. How long would that burn? You know, yeah, it'd be you, a while. You'd have to blanket the freeway with mm-hmm. that foam after getting everyone away from it that you could. Assuming it doesn't just become a horrendous chain reaction, you know? It's kind of scary, yeah. honestly. Um, yeah. Well, oh. this is actually a good segue, too, and especially <laughs> your story, to my story from yesterday. Yeah, I will, I, will let you, I will let you go ahead and do that. I do have something funny to talk, to at least mention when you're done. Yeah, so, um, so yesterday afternoon, um, my, wife, my wife cooks the, usually makes up the dinners. She, she puts together a menu like a couple of days prior so that she knows what she's got to get from, um, from the grocery, from Aldi, which is usually where we shop at. And so she had, um, she had a recipe for (laughs) hoisin ribs. So it was pork rib recipe. Sounds good. And you're supposed to start off with slow cooking it. Uh, Um, and then once you're done slow cooking it, um, for a couple of hours, then you take it and you put it on the grill. Mm-hmm. So basically, you get that softness on the inside, and then you put it on the grill, and you get that crunch, that that crispiness you want crispy, on the outside. Yeah. Well, it was already starting to to kind of be a a, a a flop because she got out of the slow cooker and she starts pulling it out, and of course, the slow cooker had cooked it a little too much, and so it had like everything was falling off the ribs. Mm-hmm. The meat was just falling off, so she got all the meat off, and that was. You know, she was like, well, what am I going to do now? You know, I got to grill this. So she had taken um, a wire rack and we started up the grill on a very, very, very low setting. Okay. And she put it on the grill. Now, here's the preface to this. And this is where we should have looked before we left. We already knew that the grill needed cleaning. We're heavy grillers in our family. Um, we use it quite often for a lot of meals, at least once a week, at least. Mm-hmm. And so it already needed a cleaning. Um, usually, um, like I, I, I replaced all the elements before the start of the summer and that needed to be replaced. So all of the um, covers I'd replaced with ceramic, new, new ceramic covers. I've got a new bottom for it. New, I even put down a, um, an aluminum tray to catch all the stuff so that it would be easier to clean. And... You know, it was operating great, but you get that buildup over time and grease and whatever, and you know it needs to be clean because you get it up too high and, you know, obviously the stuff is going to start burning. Yeah. Well, this turned out to be the last straw because literally I walked back to my desk to look at something, followed by the kids going, Dad, come on, hurry up. Mom needs you. And I said, why? What's wrong? And she goes, they, my daughter goes, it's, there's a fire outside. <laughs> and so I walk out there. My wife's like, where's the fire extinguisher? It's in the pantry. We always keep, we have, we, we've had this fire extinguisher for at least nine years. Sure. Ever yeah. since our first house, ever since really our first house. Um, and so she's like, where's the fire extinguisher? Grab the fire extinguisher. 
And I'm like, well, maybe it's not too bad. And I open it up, and I kid you not, just like you, just like you had described, black smoke rising from the depths of our grill. I mean, she had already turned off the gas. We'd already got it off. I moved the grill away as 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 from the from where it was at near closer to the house, further away. Yeah, but it was still like I'd opened it up, and it was it it was like this giant inferno coming from the grill just as a column like mm-hmm. that column like you like like they had in Raiders of the Lost Ark just going up to the heavens and so she grabs the fire extinguisher she's like I've never had to use one this and she goes what do I do and I said pull the pin hand it to me so she pulls the pin out she hands it to me and I just do one of these and I just like pointed at the yeah. grill and I'm just like shh I just let it go and I let it go and the kids are watching me and they're they're amused more than anything. At this point this. it's fun. Right. It's not terrifying I just anymore. Close everything down, get the get the flames out, and then I'm just like oh, yeah, I, I hadn't said anything to this point. And the kids I look at the kids and the kids look at me and they're like mouths open and I and I'm and I then go, ah shh. Uh, until the extinguisher was completely done. Um, of course, you did. So, suffice to say, our our grill survived. I was I I already hosed it down. Because I, I did it. Dogs, though. the dogs had a lovely time just smelling all that barbecued meat, which was now mm-hmm. just charred to a crisp. Um, the grill survived, thankfully, but it does need a degree. It does need a a, a full degreasing. And um, yeah, dinner was uh, dinner was definitely um, was definitely was definitely done. ordered online. <laughs> it was definitely ordered on. Yeah, we we went Thai. I was we went gonna, with I was gonna say it's like I. what did you DoorDash? <laughs> we went with Thai for the wife and I, and nugs for the kids. So that's nuggets, y'all. Chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's nuggets. Not, not the, yeah, not the other. Not the not other. other nugs. Yeah. No. Not for children. But uh, no nugget nuggets and greens, green beans that we'd already made for the kids, and yeah. uh, and Thai for the wife and I. So nice. yeah, I was. Uh, it job. went. Um, <laughs> it it definitely went full Alicia Keys. Um, you know this grill is on fire, and um, yeah, like, that was that was dinner. I have, I have to leave on that terrible, <laughs> terrible fucking joke. Oh my god, Rob! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! I dropped them. <laughs> <laughs> they went all the way to the floor. <laughs> For anybody not mm. on the Patreon, you won't see what just happened. <laughs> Join the Patreon, by the way. You can see the full uncut version of this, where you'll actually see an image of Rob Rob's post-coital um, barbecue pit. After, after Rob money-shotted the, the, the barbecue pit to death. I mean, for a fire extinguisher, uh, and, and of course, you know, your safety notice of everybody that's listening, all, all, all three of you, is, um, you know, make sure you got a fire extinguisher in the house. Make yep. sure it's up to date. Because honestly, now like, to we, hadn't used the dang, we, we hadn't used the damn thing in nine oh, years. It's under the but sink. But it still works. It's under the sink. That's right. Yeah, well, like, yeah see, yeah. there you go. Yeah, well, we ordered, the we, apartment comes we reordered with it. two. Yeah. yeah. We reordered two. Yeah, so. I always get two. Every time you use one, order two. And then you end up with a buttload of them in the in the garage, going, "Where did you know, we, where the- did we put the fire extinguisher?" 
you, you got six of them in the garage because you keep ordering more. And then you, every time you're like, where are they? Literally at the fire extinguisher corner of the of the garage. Not a bad idea. You should you should have one at least every quarter of the house. Like, right. You know, because you never know. Like, never know. Right. Especially kids are dumb. You, you light matches know. in the bathroom for those for those special if, moments. If you got a candle going on, I mean, yeah, you could always exactly. use an electric candle, you know, for those special right. moments. But leave it on the thing because well, no, electric candle won't help with the bathroom. Well, my might. I mean, it's not a smell; it's a light situation. N- n- well, no, I mean for the smell. <laughs> oh, that okay? Yeah, matches in the bathroom. Yeah, matches in the bathroom. Some of us, some of us just have really good exhaust fans. Um, which okay. also a source of fire. Make sure you're cleaning your exhaust fans. Make sure you, yeah, exactly. Make sure you're cleaning out your Every vents and months. especially your dryer vents. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I need to. Speaking of which, I need I need to need to hit up our maintenance people and and have them come do that. Because as far as I know, they haven't done it in the two years we've been here. Um, right. And uh, we do laundry, so I assume. And I have, and I think our laundry vent empties out the side of the building. You know, so they have to. They can only do it from inside. They can't do it from the outside. Well, mm-hmm. I guess they could, but. Um, and I think somebody a few months ago had that problem because I remember a dude being out there with like an exceptionally tall ladder, like right near the vent, but I didn't see any tools with him. So maybe he just hadn't gotten that far. Um, all right. So, uh, that was at least part of your week. Um, I will, I would like to say just real quick, because this was a funny response. I was hoping, I was hoping to get a response like this and I got one. So, um, a uh, a new ish friend that I met at uh, at uh, Skullstice, Wes. I'm sure you know Wes from. Mm-hmm. So he posted a thing earlier. It was the the bulldog from Tom and Jerry, and it says "Name a better dad." Like he's got him with his little puppy, and he's ditching. And I said Maze Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> so his response was, "Bruh, too soon. Always too soon with that." If you don't know who Mays Hughes is, you need more Full Metal Alchemist in your life, mm-hmm. uh, and it is always too soon. It doesn't matter. That was yep, nope. that was 2012, and it still hurts. <laughs> Actually, it might have been earlier than that. It might have been 08. When did it, when did the original one come out? Um, it was 2007. Yeah, so it was 08. Because uh, I, 07, that 08, was yeah. that was the year that I went and went and and actually got the uh, sub set of the of the uh, the first first run of Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. To be confused with Brotherhood. Brotherhood. Yeah, and not to be confused with the other Brotherhood. Right. Because that's not confusing at all. To name two that separate pretty, things. That is the a same very good name. answer. Yeah, that's that a very that no, a dude. Good no, we're way off. Oh three. Was it oh three? Oh three. Yeah, that's yeah. Insane. So it has been twenty years, <laughs> and it still hurts. I mean, they did it again in Brotherhood, which made it worse. But I think the original mm-hmm. one visibly is like there's something a little bit more with what they did with the funeral scene with that uh, that makes it worse. I don't know why, because when I saw it again in Brotherhood, it's like it didn't hit me the same. And I think it's just there's a slightly different context or, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, jeez. Oh, but yeah, I thought that was hilarious. That was the response too soon. Too soon, man. I was like, but I'm not wrong. He's definitely one of the best anime dads ever. <laughs> I mean, better than than uh, Goku for sure. Goku Goku's a terrible dad. Goku is a fantastic dad. Goku when? actually believes when? in physical fitness. 
Goku believes in physical fitness for his children. Yes, but physical fitness so is now their nine. So that so that his six year old has a nine pack of abs. Okay. <laughs> Five year old. He believes that he believes he 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 believes that he 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 is he, he is a he is a farmer by nature. Sort of, and in you know, sort of, and you know, and, and no, he's a farmer because Chi Chi made him. Right. He, he well, doesn't okay. have to be a radish farmer. He's a millionaire. Listen, Can- it's, not canonically, da- it's not every dad that becomes a, a, a semi-god, but can also basically come back from his sabbaticals, rail his deaths. wife, and you mean when and he's rail dead. his wife. Well, yeah, you know, come back from the dead too, you know. You know, rail his wife, get her knocked up every 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 other every other, he, you know, he series. He doesn't understand his children at all. DBZA definitely pointed that out and during the cell saga. <laughs> he's like <laughs> it's like his father who spends half of his time training and the other half t- dead. He's <laughs> like that's not wrong. It's like, have you ever stopped to ask your son what he wants? And he's like, well, he went in with training because he wanted maybe to spend time part, with maybe you. Maybe it's just part of a better, maybe it's just part of a bigger scheme. He's trying to protect his family through tax evasion by dying. No, that was Krillin. That was Krillin who was collecting on insurance fraud because <laughs> he died. He took out a life insurance policy that paid out triple if he died in space. And then he <laughs> dies on Namek and collects it when he comes back. And he goes files it under as Juan Sanchez as his beneficiary. <laughs> it's ca- it's canon to me, okay? DBZA is more canon than actual Dragon Ball at this point. What's truly life. sad is if given an opportunity, I'm sure that we would see Elon Musk developing a capsulized car where you just push a button and it pops out. Dude, it, whoever in managing to invent Capsule Corp on it, like in reality, will own the world. Like. Because it, mm-hmm. it ends everything. Like every yeah, possible problem you have is ended by having capsule court techs or tech. I can't talk. Which is why exactly. Dr. Briefs is, well, the richest human on the world, you know? Right. And then he just completely disappears or maybe dies. Who knows? You know, there's they, also a, have talking, they also have talking pigs in, the, in their universe. And they, have, they have a dog that's king. Right, exactly. And dinosaurs. Even though apparently those are supposed to have been wiped out by Beerus because he they pissed him off because they didn't make a good enough meal when he came to visit Earth, so he wiped out the dinosaurs. Apparently, I didn't know that was actually part of the story, but that and, came and up. And Satan looks like Harrier Burt Reynolds. So, which Satan? Mister Satan. Oh, Mister Satan. I thought you were talking about Deborah because he is the Demon King with his ridiculous hairline question mark we're not even sure if it is hair it's just a black triangle it's, on it's not it's not it's 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 just pencil mark if anyone has any clue what we're talking about comment go, go down below at, search dbz or yeah. goku and um yeah make your own yeah, conclusions yeah no i think uh i think ichigo's dad is slightly better <laughs> slightly better Technically, as raising his kids and being a part of his kids' that, life, that's a better. stand. That that is, though, unfortunately, a standard trope. My dad is something, something, something. Does not reveal to it to me until episode forty-five, and uh, and bought, failed to tell failed to tell me for the first nine, eighteen to nineteen years of my life. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, that wasn't his fault. His power only just came back when he finally revealed it to Ichigo. It's part of that whole thing. Speaking of which, Bleach is back again. The, the second core has started, so that's back on the Thousand Year Blood War um, arc. Still need to watch that. You should. It's it's really good. I know. I know. Um, they've actually added just this first episode back in the new chunk, because they're doing it in little chunks now. Uh, they already added context and things that weren't seen in the manga, so that's awesome. Um, I like it when they take the chance to build on the story that's already gone instead mm-hmm. of just replacing it, um, yeah. which is nice. Uh, something I haven't mentioned recently is that I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen, um, which uh, is fine, but it takes a weirdly long time to kind of get rolling, and like you, you kind of don't care about stuff for like at least three episodes because uh, mm-hmm. it, it was a very weird. It's a very weird series. Um, I like it. I like the characters, especially now uh, going into season two. It's it's interesting because season two just started. Um, but it's fun. Uh, it's definitely different, uh, a slightly different trope in the, uh, the good guy has the, the evilest thing ever inside him. It's a little bit different. The power scaling is definitely different, but like it just, the, the, the world is weird in and of itself, but I appreciate, I appreciate it. Um, other things been watching, uh, recently on Netflix specifically, uh, barbecue showdown, um, so when you were talking about wanting to use your grill, that came to mind. That's why you reminded me that we'd been watching that. So, um, but, and there were fires, there were both fires and then flame outs, which were pretty bad. So it's a barbecue cooking show. Um, but it's basically like forged in fire, but with meat instead of knives. I mean, there I are, there you. are knives, but they're not making the knives they are making the barbecue. Um, right. So uh, it's pretty good. Like grill like Grill Masters, just just it's, on it's like Grill Masters, but different because like it, the it's got more of a reality TV competition to it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so it has all the things like oh, it's the mid challenge or mid thing challenge that's gonna fuck you all up, you know that kind of stuff. But like because it's all barbecue, it's more interesting. You know, like because right. and then later they start really messing with people because they like at the beginning it's like okay we're going to check everybody's skills and all this kind of stuff and you've got a wide range of uh of people you know like people who've never been on a competition people who've been competing for 20 years people who've mm-hmm. barely cooked anything outside of their own backyard grill and these aren't pros really like these are mostly backyard barbecuists they're not like you know these huge world yeah. renowned pros and it was a lot of fun watching it because like the the challenges push them all out of their comfort zone and that's when it's fun like what shit can they come up with with what they get what they were given right especially near the end they had a challenge that actually might have been the end either way they had a they had a challenge where it's like okay so you've been grilling the way we grill in America so now you're going to get three different types of grilling that exists elsewhere we're going to randomly assign you one. One was Japan. One was uh, like Middle East area, like just kind of mm-hmm. that general area. And then another mm-hmm. one was, uh, what was the other one? Uh, uh, I'm forgetting. But it, uh, Morocco. Like, so it's very interesting because not only did they have to learn how to use the things they've never seen before, like, because they gave them mm-hmm. the stuff to do it on. Like, yeah. they had to figure that out. And then they also had to figure out recipes that could be made with, you know, with that in mind. 
So yeah. that was that was really interesting. So challenging challenging them not just as barbecue people or just judging them on their barbecue week to week, giving them interesting challenges as chefs in the same manner. So it was fun. Um, the final challenge was insane. I won't spoil it for anybody who wants to watch it. Um, there's nothing I would want to do ever. Like some of the other stuff is like I could do that, and this was like nope, not even going there. Um, and then we started watching season two, which has really like ratcheted it up, like right at the beginning. Like they added an entirely new layer of difficulty. So they got to, you know, they always got to step it up. They always got to do the newest crazy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also been watching, uh, I think it's called Alone, uh, the Challenges or something like that. So it's a spin off of the show Alone. Uh, but now they're, they're like the, the previous contestants can now challenge each other. They're like given a thing and they're given limited tools and they got three days to accomplish a goal. So the first one is build, build a bridge. Well, that's not the first one, but you know, one of them it's like build a bridge. That's at least 12 feet long, can hold your weight and you can walk over at least five times, but you've got to use natural stuff. You're given just a little bit of rope, a saw and this one other thing. And then you've just got to do what you got to do in three days time. So that's actually pretty fun. Like, once again, it's like, Alone is a good show, but, like, actually seeing them challenged on their skills that they applied in the show is uh-huh. pretty fun because they're all in different areas. So they're, right. they're like, close to home now. They're not out in the wilderness, whatever, like in, in Alaska or something. They're, like, one guy's in Indiana, one guy's in Arizona, one guy's in New Mexico, one guy's in Washington, you know. So all of their challenges are dependent upon the area geography and their geography and everything like that because you might have not good dirt to dig in you might not have a lot of trees like one dude used a lot of bamboo because he has happened to have a bamboo forest right there Mm -hmm. so it's a lot of fun that's on hulu um what else Uh, oh uh jessica started watching this show while i was uh doing something and i came in i'm like what the hell is this like it's like because it was just like what what the fuck are you watching and it's called the end of the fucking world and it is a really strange show. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. Basically, it's like if it's it's almost like the middle of Dexter's life. Like if you if you're going back to like Dexter series, so this dude is like considers himself a psychopath. He's been killing like animals since he was a little kid, you know. He, and he's weird and he's a creeper. And then you find out that his mom died. And, like, he determines that there's this girl from her school who's, like, super nihilistic. And he's like, I'm going to kill her. She's going to be my first human murder. And so, like, he tries to befriend her and everything to try to lull her into a situation where he can kill her. And then because of her weird nihilistic view on life, she ends up, like, getting him into these situations that he's not prepared for because he just wants to stab her and get it over with. And, like, so they, like steal steal his dad's car to go for a joy ride and then she's like uh do you want to just have sex and he's like what like he's like well let me pull over he's like no no no, just right here and so she starts stripping him while he's driving and like they get into a car accident and then just gets crazier from there and to the point where they're like by episode seven they're like wanted criminals (laughs) it's like what the hell was that sorry that was the uh, that was on your end that would be that was on my end. That that sounds like a coughing dog. It is a coughing dog. <laughs> hold, hold on a sec. <laughs> so there's a coughing dog on that end. Um, 
So, but anyways, like it's a weird but good show. I guess question mark. It's a good show. Um, the character building is so strange. And like, I don't want to give anything else away, but. Hey, hello. Hello, dog. Hello, new puppy dog. This is the new puppy dog. Her name is Spice. She just got into trouble by climbing on top of the table and trying to eat a brownie. Don't do that, Spicy. Don't do that. <laughs> she is 13 weeks old and she's just learning the intricacies of don't eat that. Don't eat brownies. Well, I mean, if you're not human anyways. If you're human, you can eat brownies. If you're not human anyway. Right, exactly. Yeah, she's not human, surprisingly. I mean, it's, right. I mean, you can go buy humans, but you probably shouldn't. It's, it's outlawed. Exactly. Um, in certain situations, like you can buy the little that was, ones. That was you the can, sound of coughing dog. Yeah, you can buy the little ones, but that's generally because right. they need a home. You know, that's that's exactly. Yeah, you know, which is you know not to not to get on a soapbox here, but the cost of adoption is absurd. Like more children would probably get adopted. If it wasn't so insanely, it's it's like it's prohibitively expensive to adopt a child. That is in need. exceptionally true. It makes yes, even, even with true. my job that that will technically help you, if if mm-hmm. yeah, but I think you still got to jump through a, a fuck ton of hoops. Because I had a friend, mm-hmm. I had a friend from my job who he and his wife couldn't conceive. Why am I getting? Oh, that's the oh, that's not the wife. That's the automated system. Um, so uh. They couldn't conceive, so they went through all the hoops. All the hoops. Mm-hmm. They they even tried the medical intervention, all that kind of stuff. Could not make it happen. Thousands upon mm-hmm. thousands of dollars later. And then they finally right. they, they found a, a woman who or a young lady who was wanting to not keep her child and uh mm-hmm. they adopted her like pretty much immediately. Um although it actually was the wife calling. Um But uh, it costs them so much money, like for, like first all the fertility stuff, and then to actually adopt a child, and then that bitch tells him she's been cheating on him for like a year and fucking takes the baby, ooh, and divorces him, ooh, yeah, ouch, right. yeah. All right, hold on. Let's pause for a second because the wifey needs to talk to me about something. So are way. you are you still are we still paused? We're, we're recording again. Oh, we're recording again. Yeah. Okay. Do you need to tell me something sure. otherwise? I do. Okay, I will pause again briefly. So the, Just briefly. Do, so that Dormammu can tell me a secret. It's a secret, y'all. Okay. Um so uh so we took a pause and apparently Dormammu's secret was that Mike was coming. Um because now Mike's here. <laughs> Yo! So uh, yeah, random. So we ended up Hi, with, we ended up with Mike. a random mic. Hi everybody! I can't can't get a normal cast together ever. But when I expect one person, I usually end up with two. It makes no sense. Um, mm. So either way, yes, we got to make sure. My milkshake brings all the mics to the yard. Well, somebody had to fill this segment in with uh, mirth and merriment. So 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 you came. That's the, that's right. Nah. I had to add a veritable class uh, to this podcast, so that's yeah, why I came. Right, that's, that's what that was. That's what that yeah. was. Thank you very much. So, so <laughs> I had just kind of finished my week, um, but not really. So I did want to bring this up, and I forgot. 
Uh, where did it go? Technically news, but I'm bringing it up because it's relevant here. That's um, what your dad said. No. So, um, oh, uh, because Dormammu and I keep up with such things. Um, the uh, Hasbro has shown, sort of shown off the teaser images of the new upcoming, whatever they're going to call it, version of the Curino from uh, Q-Ranger. You know, ah. and, and uh, it's ugly. It's it's horrible. They they took away all the sparkly bits and made it dumb, um, which makes sense for Hasbro. But we also don't even know what size it is, whether, it, you know, for, for adapting a Sentai series in such a weird way, because it's not even like the same concept. They like right. taking their old concept, adapting the Sentai to it in kind of bastardizing it. So that actually forced me to go on Amazon and buy the original Japanese version because I wasn't going to put up with that nonsense being anywhere near my house. And to, trans- and to translate this, basically, they took the j- the nice Japanese toy that made a lot of noises and actually looked kind of cool, and they westernized it so that your kids can't stab each other in the eyes with it or make uh, any type of noises. But you can still throw Q-Thomas. So, so what, my question is, what are they going to call the Q-Thomas? Because they're not going to be Q-Thomas anymore. So they're probably I bet they call them correct. mega orbs, which mega make orbs, me like, yeah. really laugh and wonder, like, are they going to put them in their pants and call them? No, they're going to put them in their stupid power. looking dinosaur wristband. That mm-hmm. uh, yep. It's so dumb. They, 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 I mean, like you couldn't straight adapt that series because it is very weird for a Sentai right. series. But this is not the way to have gone about it. They, they, it's like, oh, we're going to keep the dinosaur theme sort of. But we're going to apply all the galactic stuff we want to pull from uh, Q-Ranger. It makes no sense. Well, the next, the current season of Sentai that they're playing is um, probably going to be the next one that they was. Why? Season. Why would they do that? Um, because King, because King the gimmick, is so weird. Because see, we've ended the Odor, It's a sword with, with, with a poppet on the, on the, on the sword. So, um, no. Basically, you take no. it out and you, you know, you do just, pop just, it, pull it, stop. push it, you know. Just, just stop. <laughs> so it's perfect just for kids. Stop. Please, they won't adapt that <laughs> properly, anyways. Like it's a sure but, also, but it, King Alger is also bugs. Like they're not gonna bring full on bugs over here. Kids love bugs. Kids love bugs. Kids love dinosaurs. Kids aren't buying these toys. Weird adults are buying these toys. Like they buy the kitty versions, but like you're but not gonna keep buy that inner child and buy the bugs. No, I don't want the bugs. I mean, the in the and the, oh, so 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 here's the other thing they're doing. Apparently, with with they're keeping the Lego stuff, like the weird like Lego Zord thing that they did with the previous like Dino, which Dino for Chargy. I don't know what it actually was. Dino something. Um, who Dino cares? Charge, I believe. Or no, it wasn't Dino like Charge. It was another one. But Dino, Dino, yeah, Fury. It had to be Fury. Dino Fury. Yeah. yeah. So with Dino Fury, the Zords combine using Lego ports. Like, you know, you you, you take it apart mm-hmm. and you stick it back together wherever the Lego bits will stick. They're carrying yeah. that on into the Q Ranger stuff. So yeah. you're going to be able to pull it apart and rearrange it and stick your stupid dinosaurs on it from the other thing. I was like, no, 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 no. Zord Builder was bad enough, Bandai of America. This is some bullshit, Asbro. So this is almost like a makeshift dollar store type of scramble city kind of apocalypse. Worse. It's more like that plus Minecraft. 
Okay, well no, then substitute be, Apocalypse with Abomination. Yeah, because... I think, think Creo gone Creo wild. gone wild, yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. So, like, it, yeah. it worked in the one series, but to carry that gimmick to a series that didn't feature that gimmick is even stupider. I'm sorry. That is so dumb. That's why I went and bought the Japanese well, they're, one they're for just the price trying to the speak to They're trying to speak to the intelligence of their audience, unfortunately. Which apparently they think the intelligence of their audience is... Um, yeah. Apparently, the intelligence is literally they like to just play with Legos all day. They, they like I just want to play together. with the Legos, and and nobody <sighs> should watch what we just did on on I, camera. There, I that, feel so special. Yeah, so I feel so special. Can you hand me my Lego sword? And, 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 unfortunately, can... unfortunately, what it is is the the. I hate it. There, <laughs> overseas, the toys are definitely much better because they're much more stylized we know this this has always been the truth but by stylized you mean they use paint they use paint they use gimmicks it, we're not even are, you know i mean they, we're not even importing the molds because that's bandai this is hasbro so right. we get the hasbro version of a bandai product that is as bad as it sounds yeah that is like it in and, and that's the biggest problem with adapting it's like if they wanted to come up with something entirely new from this from scratch that has nothing to do with the sentai series which is what they said they would do um which i guess after this they probably will but like it, it's so bad or at least it's so badly done oh does this actually move oh it does i didn't realize sorry i got sidetracked because sitting here playing with my little teapot land of ours oh yeah because creativity in this land of ours is dead well i mean that's true Especially yep. in in the Hollywood area, oh yeah. Um, and then, but at least some tiny good Power Rangers toy news. They finally showed off the set of Omega Rangers, so I'm happy because I want that. And then, mind you, it's the first four from from uh, Necessary Evil Part One. So whether they give us the rest of them later or they give us, you know, uh, Yale, who knows? You know, the big Cat Ranger. We'll see about that. I hope they do, because that'll be the most unique mold that... <laughs> I was like, I'll give them a fuckload of credit if they give us the big cat. like, And then uh, and they'll have to give us a Death Ranger slash Gold Omega at some point, in theory, with swappable head. You know, we'll see. Mm. But uh, as I was telling Ricky last go-around, we have a new set of Power Rangers in the comics now with a whole new aesthetic to the MMPR look. Um, so more toys, yay! Possibly, I don't know. They're, they're yeah. sleeping on getting the comic book stuff out. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like it for me. I think, I think I've got just some stuff coming in the next day or so. Um, and I ran out of whiskey, so I'm sad. Oh. I, I got, I ran out of whiskey way too fast. So I was drinking that nice, oh, that, mic uh, the that micro, the micro yeah. whiskey. It's actually really good. Like, <laughs> cause when I tried it the first time I had other stuff kind of going on. So flavor wise, I didn't quite get what it was, uh, but I like it. I did. I, I actually, I never mentioned that when it came in, uh, on the show. So I did get some of the micro noble whiskey even though it's spelled funny and the germans keep picking on me about how it's spelled it's like it's the guy's name what do you want for me it's like well it means this in german i like and <laughs> it's like what it's like oh no it has a weird name in your country okay oh no That's right. you must get the correct for a moment i thought you were saying it was what you were saying which was whiskey and maybe they were like mm. oh, it's supposed to be pronounced it's supposed to be pronounced whiskey That's Russian. <laughs> Whiskey. Oh God, I forgot. I, I forgot. I have the accent masters here. Is that right? Whiskey. 
So either way, um, it's whiskey. So what else? What else has been going on, Rob? Other than you setting fire, not you setting fire to, but you having to put out a literal fire. New pup, which y'all just saw if you're on the Patreon. Yeah. Um, just dealing with her chewy chewiness. Um, otherwise, uh, getting things has actually been pretty dry. There hasn't. I haven't gotten anything in like two weeks plus. So, so, so the last thing that I did get was uh, shipwreck from GI Joe Classified. And, oh wow! So, and, uh, so beachcomber from from the 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 latest uh, legacy legacy line. Yeah. So. Nice. Speaking of, of G.I. Joe stuff, in all the new G.I. Joe reveals, is there anything that's got your kettle whistling? Um, I'm not buying on the SDCC chuckles. Does Isn't a figure that really um, appeals to me. It's a um, weird one. Yeah, no, I have pre-ordered. It like, I'm waiting on wave. Rock and Roll. I'm waiting on Scrap Iron. I'm waiting on... Um, I'm waiting on some of the, the snow job from Pulse and the... Um, the uh, female troopers gave you a snow Pulse. job, <clears throat> and uh, I mean, I'm waiting on, I am waiting on some GI Joe's, st- you know, pieces. I got it. Oh, I did. When Quick Kick <laughs> when Quick Kick appears as a as an order, that's basically going to be my my. I'm I'm at the end of my line for collecting this. Yeah. Point because a it's a matter of space, and b it's characters that kind of appeal to what i watched as a kid yeah because we're, we're reaching really as, we're really reaching now with characters we're reaching the saturation point i mean they've said that there's doc in the pipeline it doesn't <laughs> that's not really a, a that's a weird for, place to know. keep them it is um it's doc, in, doc the in the pipeline wait how is there uh, not a character called pipeline <laughs> it's like tunnel rat isn't as uh is uh, i'm i t- like tunnel character rats. more in renegades than yeah. i did in in the original um, oh rah so, so we haven't um, really talked about this. What about the new the uh, the Dreadnoughts Soundwave crossover vehicle? Um, it looks like something out of uh, American Gladiators to me, and I'm it I'm, does. I'm okay without it. But um, it's, that's how it looked, though. I looked it up. It's kind of like crazy. the, hmm. but it's like the it's just like the Megatron or the Bumblebee. Looks good on paper, but the actual conception into a toy or where it fits into my shelf. There's not a place. For There's it. no place for that. No, no. But it's it's so, um, it's a, so such a. Strange... It's great that it's great that it's being done. Like if you're a collector, this is obviously prime time. This has been a prime time for the last two years, three years that people have been getting what they wanted as collectors. Mm. Um, especially with all these sets and everything, Super Seven with their cat's lair, you can do it oh, bigger and better. Speaking and of have, which, you know, we have the price on that now. Right, which right, which is which, which uh, is uh, less than expected. Exactly, it is less than expected. At seven fifty, that's a steal for six fifty. Oh, six fifty plus well, hundred shipping with the, with hundred shipping. What yeah. if I wanted to pick um, it up? That's a steal for anybody that has the space. No, that's one, really where it boils down to. If no you one has the space. It from the ceiling. You don't have the space really because if you've already put <laughs> Unicron from the ceiling. Because <laughs> if you cat's layer dangling on, have, on fishing wire, you have like Motu sets. You're already out of room, unless oh. you have an entire room dedicated to that stuff. That's the size of a basement. I mean, um, like it's it's clearly not going to be to scale with like the Thunder Tank because that would be absurd. But yeah. it will still be cool if you have a whole table dedicated to like your cat's lair, and then you have your Thunder Tank parked out front and then everything. 
as long as they i mean, I, I mean honestly if I, the way i feel about my collection mm. and you can see from the crowding is that if i ever went into a collection critique with bobby mm -hmm. i would just get fucking roasted of course <laughs> and so you know i feel I mean, like if shelf? i'm going to get hell? so if my shelves are going to be so crowded with stuff i don't need more to basically enhance that at least the whole point of getting bigger sets is to is to enhance the aesthetic of what you're collecting. There it goes. And like even for my gargoyles, I've been looking at now what do I do once I reach a point where I'm not pre-ordering figures. Now I can actually put that money towards enhancing what I have. And so I've been looking at fire escape sets that I can hang in the wall and put my gargoyles on there. I've been looking at, you know, okay. certain ways that I can redo oh, things, yeah. flight stands and stuff like that. So it makes more sense. Speaking of which, I, I moved my gargoyles finally because they were in the way. So yeah. I cleared I cleared out a spot up there, and now all my gargoyles are on the nice precarious position of on top of the besta. Ooh. So well, I will say if they do take any floor dives, um, they actually do survive pretty well. The so. wings don't because that's why wings don't, that's why but... Demona's wings barely hold on. Like there's right. Like when I say there's friction, I mean like a stiff breeze will it's... literally knock her wing out. Um, yeah. And Brooklyn, mine actually held mine actually hold in place very well. So because oh, my the first shelf dive screwed her wing up, uh, and also Brooklyn's wings are so friggin' wide, like he's kind of off yeah. by himself because like mm -hmm. they can't. I can get the others on one part. I can't not with his wings. There's no because they don't go up enough and they go out. Mm -hmm. So it's out. really hard to to finagle that. Also, I need mm -hmm. to give him. Uh, he looks like he's leaning forward. I might actually. Have I mean, to I'm waiting. I'm there. waiting on stuff more than anything. Like I'm still. I'm waiting on my the train bot set for. Um, oh yeah. Moon Studios. Your, your Moon Studios right. trains. It's gonna be another two three weeks. So where's it coming it's from? On the, uh, it is definitely coming from China. So, oh, okay. Uh, all yeah, it already cleared through customs. It's just you know. Yeah, it's it, all it's six. It's just Mike. one of those. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's a full set. Um, I just want to mm -hmm. know. So when you get it in, I know you'll probably do it on the realm, but. Like, I want to see if it's one big-ass box with all of them in it, or it's one big-ass box with all of their boxes in it. Me, too. I'm so curious because as to that. Because most of their boxes are the same size. So, like, yeah. they planned it out that way so that they right. could be compacted very nicely into a case. So it would be interesting right. to see if they just it will send be, a single shipper. It will be shipper. very interesting to see. Because I know the... The Hasbro or the the Takara box set of their trains all come. They can get all those in mm -hmm. one very nice looking box for a crappy looking set, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn. Um, I did get notification on um on two Black Series figures, Bastila Sean, uh, from Knights of the Old Republic. And oh yeah. Dark, Darth Malak. So those are in a pile of loot. And I'll just let them sit there until I get something else in there, which yeah. is fine. Make it worth it. Um. I'm waiting on a couple of things from Show Z, the uh, the roller that they did, the third party roller. Oh yeah, um, I already, already I already paid for that, and uh, I do have the Foride Toys RC on the way. The what? Which is the model Ooh. kit RC? Foride Toys. Foride Toys. They did. A oh, Foride. They did a wind. Uh, Foride. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, they did a uh, a wind blade that was. I really enjoyed. Wait, is that build? But wait, is that the the Flame Toys model kit? It's a it's 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 Flame Toys, but it's their it's Fury model. Yeah, correct. Yes. Yeah, because I have I have some of those. They're up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right, 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 right there. That's Megatron. Right. Megatron right there that I'm pointing at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're good so, builds. Yeah, I need so. a build. Well, yeah. 
Go build either Prime or Starscream, the first ones. I know. It takes Those were the worst. They're still yeah, horrible. They, it takes a lot of parts. Speaking of which, are they still standing? I can't even tell. There's stuff in front of it. I don't even know if mine are still standing. They're down there. Mm. I keep forgetting about those. I'm trying to... Because you mentioned I mean, no, of definitely loot. waiting. definitely waiting on stuff. Nothing really truly new that's come in a couple weeks, and uh, that's okay. Oh, that's It's right. giving me actually more time to consolidate. I've, I have thrown out, and I'm not even kidding, six full recycle bins worth of cardboard. Jesus. Wow. For the last month and a half. I I had so much stuff that I was Is it just saved in boxes? Basement and totes. It was just boxes. It was boxes and boxes oh. and boxes of stuff. I gotta do the same and thing. And so basically what I did was like if I hadn't my I went by rule of thumb. If I hadn't opened it in over five years, that's not the, the rule door of it thumb. went. That's my rule of thumb for this. I came across like little gems like the Sunstreaker <laughs> box where it had little, <laughs> Literally little like chip this. chase in his wheelchair. Oh, there he goes. And um no, I mean, I didn't. I totally forgot that they had a little dude in a wheelchair yeah, included you to- in there. Yeah, yeah, you know, but no ramp. So it's really inconsiderate. Right, right. exactly. I also <sighs> love that you can fit the uh, the the, uh, the uh, Titan Masters in there, and then he can pretend like he's stolen his wheelchair. Uh, um, wasn't he, I was gonna say Chip didn't get to be a, a headmaster, or did he? Nope, not at all. That nope. sucks because needed, been perfect needed for him. legs didn't get to become oh, a robot at all. He didn't that get. Is, he uh, didn't get. He didn't get to give point. a robot a little head. Nope. nope. Could have made leg masters, and they just completely flubbed that. Leg masters. <laughs> well, he was conquered by the stairmaster. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, no. For me, like, um, watching wise, I we are still my, the wife and I are starting back on Miss Maisel again Yay. for the, the latest season. Finish that. We just got past the uh, the waste management episode. That's great, isn't it? <laughs> It started out, and I was. Uh, my wife doesn't like laugh during this stuff, but I can tell she was like totally amused. I'm always like the she one to fall from the side. During the like, funny stuff, she doesn't laugh during it. Like she'll she'll have moments where she'll like because she wants to hear it. Um, she doesn't want to laugh at it to not hear what's going on. I got you. So I'm the one that's like falling from the sidelines, and it it started. It was so funny, and then it went into such a train wreck at the end. Yeah, yeah, it did. And I was like, and so that's where we're at right now. And now tonight we're gonna watch the next episode. So much between um, now and then, like yeah, because like I don't want to spoil anything, but it's like that's why I'm it, excited yeah. for you to finally watch it so we can talk about. Well, it. Yeah, yeah, it's and so we'll good. discuss on the we'll we'll discuss on the next. It, um, it's so weird. Like this final season was so weird because they had to make it their series wrap up, right. but in the end, it all makes sense. Yeah. Like, and it's hard to wrap up a series. I think supernatural. Yeah, it's also, the best. it's also very Gil. It's also very Gilmore of the Paladinos to include at least one musical number. In the, in each series that they uh, yeah I was gonna say they, they usually they have some type of musical number you're right, right. dude that production um, just for that that whole like oh show, yeah was that trade show was ridiculous I was like they went full stomp yeah <laughs> they literally they pulled out all the stomps um, <laughs> but like the, even even the earlier scene that it, like it starts on right like with the yeah. with the flowers and all that going around the little yeah. crossover th- it's like. Yeah. Holy crap! I'm like, for a for a the fa- production quality was just off for a show starts. that's ending. Oh, yeah. The production right. quality on a show that is ending is crazy because you think like they'll half-ass the end of it, right? No, they full-assed right. nope. the whole end they of the series. They went, they went oh, all wow. in on it, and it yeah. shows, and it's wonderful. It's wonderful I want to watch writing. it again because like, um, I also did watch with the kids uh, on Netflix that got released last week um, or the week prior, Nimona. 
um, which is a it's oh, an yeah, animated it's an animated movie. Is yeah. it about a little um, girl who gets sick with a lung disease? No, no. Um, it is set in a alternate future where um, technology has advanced, but the um, the feudalistic age of knights and castles still remain. Yeah. And um, in this case, the uh, the main character, Nimona, she's Nimona. a shapeshifter. Got it right here. She's a shapeshifter. And so um, she befriends this knight who has been accused of uh, of a wrong. And it it's actually I, it's voiced by Chloe Grace Moretz and um, Riz Ahmed. Um, who oh, was nice. uh, in Bohemian Rhapsody? I believe Ahmed is. Voice work is really good. Um, the movie was enjoyable. Like my what kids have legit watched it five, five times. <laughs> I'm watching the preview right now. The yeah, face my she kids just have watched made. it like five times already, and, and really, really enjoyed it. What is? They also they also watched through or uh, binged through, and I watched some of it with them. Uh, the latest season of Is It Cake? Oh yeah, but so, oh, we did watch that. We watched all of Is It Cake too. Yeah. Forgot to mention yeah. that. Um, way better in the first season, in my opinion. It was way better in the first season, but I feel like it was also um, more expected. What do you mean? Like, mm. At least with the first season, there was that element of unexpected, like, oh, what are they going to try to? What are oh, they going to try to make yeah, them do? Point. What are they going to? Yeah. Whereas with this, it was like, oh, well, you know, we know they're going to they're going to make something that looks very much like X Y Z, like yeah. shoes or whatever. Yeah. Mm. yeah, there were a lot of shoes. So, a lot. A lot of handbags. Yeah, there was. Shoes. Yeah, but but I will say, but the creations the creations were good. The bakers. It was challenging. I, this I keep season. telling the I keep telling the kids because the kids are like, "Oh, so and so lost." And I'm like, "You don't understand. Just by them being on the show and showing what they can do, these bakers ha- will wind up getting so much work that it will feel like they didn't even need to win the yeah. prize." And that one dude was yeah. what twenty. 21 yeah. and like had yeah. only just learned to bake at home and like this was his exactly. first anything and he was exactly. pretty uh quarterius uh he was dude, off the charts no he picked one of the hardest things to possibly make look like cake unfortunately mm-hmm. it didn't work out for him in the end but yeah. like dude like that was that was the interesting interesting thing about this season is that some of the objects they gave to replicate were small like how much casting, how much cho- uh, chocolate casting was there in this compared to the first season? Like, right, exactly. It, there was a lot of fondant work and a lot of crazy stuff like that in the first one. Everybody was doing molds. Everybody, right. like th- that VCR, like that was that was crazy. Right. The tele, the cell phone. Um, part of it, part of it though, and this is the thing about about, and just from personal experience, like when you're With making cakes. something like that, using fondant doesn't oh, yeah. it fondant tastes like crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It does. I mean, it all of us like have had fondant on a cake. It tastes like crap. Even which is why modeling flavor, chocolate yeah. is so much. It is modeling chocolate is not as easy to work with. It's easier to match for color. Yeah, and it actually tastes. It's good edible comparatively. If it's paired with a cake oh. that works. Yeah, and like, and from, that's that's the secret. Yeah, and like, because the weird thing is, you can and maybe there was a series about this, but you could easily could have called it "Is a chocolate" because like, right. Because like some of these things were just straight modeling chocolate molds over a cake base, almost. Yeah. And there is actually there is actually a show like that, like a reality. I thought show there was that, uh, something about chocolate chocolateers. Modelers. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah right. It's, it's like chocolate modelers or chocolatiers, and it's run by that guy that does the the. Um, oh, that's right. TikTok videos. That's right. That is right. That's, okay, I, a, I have seen a, it. Then yeah, he's a he's a 
French word is patissier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I and that he does a, incredible a work. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, some of the work that they do is just because, I mean, outstanding. It's basically they treat chocolate like resin. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They, they just cast it in whatever and then they can paint it all to hell. You know, you like, give oh, it the yeah, glossy I'm make surface. a giant size globe and you crack it open and here's all the candy inside. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I got mad respect of the Eiffel Tower at the chocolate. Yes. And, right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, big, the big brown pylon. Um, yeah. But the other thing, the other show that I was missing that came out same time as Is It Cake 1 was the one where it was like one cake, one engineer, or one baker, one engineer. I forgot what that show was called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. a much better show. Like, to me, like, Is It Cake is straight one gimmick. This one, yeah. you, you had, they called it Bacon Earring. Was it Bacon Engineering or was it Bake Squad? I can't remember. Something like that. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but they called it. There's one called Bake Squad that is that is also kind of like that. I, I'm not sure. I don't think it was called that, but. Uh, Bake Squad has a new season out, too, and basically they make stuff for. Um, they're basically competing to make uh, different event pieces for really rich people. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember those kind of things. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, it was Nailed It. Uh, yes. No, no, it wasn't. Yeah, no, yeah. was it? Nailed no, Nailed It is Nailed It is something. Yeah, something Nailed It was different. Really hilarious on. and different. Baking Impossible, possibly. Maybe that might be the name. Let me go look. It was Baking Impossible. Yep. So I've seen that. Yeah. So that one was great because they had to make something that worked. Yeah. And was also made of cake. And they had yeah. the, you know you team up your engineer and your baker to make this stuff work, and some of the teams did not work because of attitude, but like they they were on the same level brain wise. Um, mm-hmm. So like that does a much better show. That needs to come back, um, in my opinion, because it feels like it's yeah. also in the uh, like Cupcake Wars universe almost because it's Justin Woman or whatever mm-hmm. is the host of all of those shows. Um, not to mention his own uh, was it like Human Magic or something like that, Brain Magic. Whatever, because he's a magician along with being a comedian mm-hmm. slash actor. So he's got a whole show on that. Um, what else? What else you got? Movies. Any movies recently? Not since mm, The Flash? No, but I have stuff that I want to watch. So oh, I what's mean, that? I still, I still need to go see Indiana Jones. Mm, okay. Dial of Destiny. Yeah. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Go see. Go see Sound of Freedom instead. Yeah, go, they deserve. Uh, your money. I just read an article today where they announced where they said that uh, Sound of Freedom is basically just dominating the box office. Well, currently. it's the only thing out, so it makes it easy. And right. the word of mouth has spread since it came out on the fourth of July. So, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and something that's crazy about that movie, it was actually made five years ago. It and it has been sitting it. in mothballs for five yep. years until it was finally able to be released. Um, so and yeah, I think I need to go see it. I know there's at least three local theaters playing it, so I do need to go see that. I want I just want to time it where the wife can go with me because I feel like that's a movie that needs to be seen by everybody. Because oh, yeah. um, uh, it is an important movie, regardless of what certain uh, websites slash newspapers have been calling it. Um, and I just got from the I just rented from the library John Wick Four, so I'm gonna wind up watching that this weekend. <laughs> that is so funny. Library and the interesting movies. thing is that, um, and the well, I mean, the library is... has been the best place to get that stuff like firsthand with that. And it's like, but that's why it's funny. It's DVDs, but you know, I mean, I just I have DVD, I have a DVD player yeah. just or my computer, I just throw it in and good to yeah. go. And then I don't have to, I don't have to buy it like, or stream I, it. Yeah, I can or stream it or I mean, streaming is fine and great and all, but sometimes yeah. I like being able to just sit down and just watch something that's 
just that one thing. I don't want to have multiple choices. No, that's fair um, point. Sorry, Mike. I didn't mean to, to interrupt. Yeah, what, what were you uh, saying? I was just no, going to no, say no, the... Go ahead. Um, yeah, apparently because uh, because of the response that it's getting in the movie theater, apparently uh, Elon Musk is wanting to put the movie on Twitter for free for everybody to watch. Plus, on top of that, it was reported just recently that the AMC CEO uh, responds... He, he responded to reports that... AMC theaters are on purpose trying to suppress trying to prevent yeah. people from watching it. Yeah. So, yeah, I heard I something about that, that too. too. Yeah. And I wouldn't but, I wouldn't doubt that somewhere that is probably happening. But I mean it was already oh, yeah. it was already limited theaters anyways. It was like only 2600 theaters across the country basically, which is small realistically. But well, like, it is because uh if, if But it was a tiny indie remember. movie, so they wouldn't they wouldn't put out Yeah, you know, there's anime right. movies that come out to less theaters. You know, yeah, certain anime movies will only go to like 300 theaters, you know, that, and like and everything everywhere all at showing. once was on a limited run, too. And look how well it did for that the was, Oscars. But that was also mm-hmm. mid COVID in a way, too. So that was a right. weird, weird limited release for that. And that was also technically an indie movie, even though it's so big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, for The Sound of Freedom to be making all the money it's making right now, people need to not be ignoring it because it only costs 14, 14 and a half grand to make it something like that. Right. Uh, it was about 14, I think it was like, it's, it's like 14 and 14, a half million. 14. I said grand, meant say million. million. Sorry, yeah, uh, and getting my zeros wrong. Was, yeah, and and they made that in one day, oh, I mean, they paid that yeah. on their first day. So, and 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 in less movie theaters than what Indiana yes. Jones 5 was being released, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, the fact that it's on doing day. for an in, for a movie like that, for those who don't know, it's a move, it's a based on a true story about a uh I believe it was homeland security guy if i recall correctly because uh, yep. it's always getting confusing about a cia homeland i think it's homeland security basically homeland security. he was in charge of some of the sex trafficking area and he basically said what are we doing here yep. you know it's like we're not doing really any good because we're not stopping these people and we're only we see it happening constantly and we're not mm-hmm. doing enough to stop it so he basically goes slightly rogue and decides to do a whole giant sting operation to go to Colombia and yep. rescue a buttload of kids who have been basically human slash sex trafficked. Um, right. And it's based on a true story and apparently underplayed from what I heard. So what we yeah. see in the movie is actually only a fraction mm-hmm. of what he actually did get done in the yeah, actual yeah. sting. So they had to play it down for movie's sake because, oh, oh, there's a weird glitch there for some reason. But either way, mm. uh, hopefully that went through. So yeah, for for movie's sake, they had to minimize it. But the fact that it is based on a true story, and they were talking about this guy back in like 2016, 2017, the actual guy, um, yeah. uh, Tim Ballard, sounds right. Something like that. So, I think it's yeah. Tim Ballard. Mm-hmm. Um, sounds sounds kind of right. Either way, but they were talking about the actual thing that happened. It was on the news. It was everywhere when it happened, and people were just kind of. Eh. And then now when the movie comes yeah. out about it. You know, the fact that anyone has the balls to talk shit about it is like, if you don't like the movie, you don't like the movie. But the fact that it's being called a, a QAnon-based movie. Yeah. It's like, what the right. fuck are you talking about? Like, why are you bringing politics into a movie that has nothing to do with politics? Well, like, exactly. It's it's like, like, yeah, all, all these people are are saying, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a QAnon uh, freaking conspiracy thing. And uh, Jim Cazavell is... Uh, oh, because oh, Jim Caviezel is a Christian. That's and, why. Yeah, exactly. Which is and, crazy. Uh, it, it's like, you know what? For all these places that keep on going on about that, they're for kids. They're for kids. They're for kids. 
why would you try to suppress this movie then? You know, if you care so much about kids, it's not Hollywood. Yeah, exactly, right? So, I mean, it's a I non-Hollywood mean, movie that tells exactly. an actual that tells right. an actual thing. Because like, I think I think we're seeing something very interesting here, right? That these small little independent studios mm-hmm. people want to go see it as opposed to a lot of the crap that the big studios are producing now. Yeah. And, and, and I think there, there's a paradigm shift going on here. And, and and even before this movie came out, we knew we saw that these massive movies throughout the summer have all been bombs. And it doesn't yep. 100% mean they suck, but people aren't paying money to go see them. Like, people no. are just not wanting to go to the theater to just see the next Marvel thing, the next DC yeah. thing, the next Star Wars thing. It's like, it, yeah. it's like I, I think it is a paradigm shift that people want something slightly more authentic. And I think yeah. that, like, the weird part is, like, say, every, every, everything everywhere all at once, while being a science fiction movie, technically speaking, was yeah. more authentic in in its storytelling than exactly uh, multiverse of madness, so to speak. You know, nothing nothing against yeah. that movie. I like that movie, but the idea that they do the same thing, but one does it significantly better. But then you yeah. get this movie coming out against Indiana Jones, and you know, even getting necessarily away from how hard that movie's been panned <clears throat> by a lot of people. Oh. Uh, yeah. Because some people actually just love it for what it is instead of mm-hmm. ha- instead of just straight hating it, and you know, props to all those people. But um, the thing is, like, this is a very genuine movie. Yeah, like at least on reporting, because obviously I haven't seen it just yet. But the idea that it's based on something real, you know, yep. it's based on real events, you know, and like, and I think like people kind of want to come back to reality a little, you know, like. A bit because I think yeah. we've lived no not not in a joking manner, but like a little too far into fantasy for a while. Like we've pushed so mm-hmm. far out in some of the more ridiculous movie concepts that like we haven't just had normal shit. You know that's why yeah. I think that's why you know of all these big shows like uh, all the Marvel shows, all these other huge sci-fi comic booky shows and stuff like that that are out on TV. What's one of my favorite things that I've seen in the last few years? Miss Maisel. Mm. A grounded, like down to earth story about people, even yeah. though it's slightly exaggerated, yeah. but it's about people interacting exactly. with other people. <laughs> like yeah. it's authentic, and it's one thing. Like I said about the the show we were watching, uh, the end of the fucking world. Mm. It, it's even though it's ridiculous in on its face, yeah, it's just humans being humans. So it's like it just suddenly becomes interesting that just being human is yeah. good enough because we don't need the fantastical constantly. And it's, I- it's, it's, it's very interesting because it's, it's showing, you know what? I, I don't think it's superhero fatigue that everybody is talking about. That's that's I will say right it's now. probably part of it, but it's, it's, it's a that, little bit that's, of it. That's a symptom of the overall issue, but not the success right. of this movie. I, I, I think it's because of the, of certain things that's injected in the writing to fit today's proclivities. Let's put it that way. That's part of it, I think. Okay? Yeah. The other part is is that we're we're just so I think just so sick and tired of of just seeing extraordinary, unattainable yeah, that's what I was certain at. types of standards. We just want to see ordinary people do extraordinary things yeah. that is very believable. Yeah. Right? Because we like 
for for example now i know this might sound a little bit over the top but you know in in the 80s we had like a lot of 80s action heroes Mm -hmm. in the 90s we kind of had the same thing but these were ordinary people doing like extraordinary things yeah right so didn't uh, matter if it was a schwarzenegger movie or or well i was gonna um, i was gonna say die hard the original die hard was exemplary so exactly it was very he was the everyman cop that's who got right. thrust into an extraordinary position that he suddenly, well, he eventually becomes like a superhero over time. But yeah. like, I mean, like it's the same way with Fast and the Furious. It was just normal, normal stuff until now it's come into ridiculous superhero nonsense. Yeah. But it was already just normal people doing somewhat, somewhat extraordinary, extraordinary stuff, even if it was with yeah. cars. But the idea that like now those movies have even gone insane. Even like sure. Jur- Jurassic Park as an idea has gone from like sort of attainable to like absurd. Like, yeah. so it's like, why are the latest ones done so poorly? It's like, they're getting away from the aspects that made them good in the first place. Exactly. You know, and I, th- I, th- I think in a way we're seeing a kind of, kind of return mm-hmm. of the action hero, but based more in reality. Yeah. I don't you know, even know if it has to be the action hero versus just well a, a hero, a loose, but I mean like, like the, the word. yeah, but I mean like the difference between Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis, like yeah, huge Jack dude, yeah, the sh- schlubby balding guy, ordinary, you know, guy, normal yeah, ordinary like, dude, you know, yeah. it's just like, but this the difference is like John McClane was super different in all yeah. aspects to Dutch versus like the Predator. You know, yeah, exactly. it's like one dude fighting aliens yeah. two dude fighting the Germans in the, yeah, in the, exactly. in the, in the, the giant building, you know? <laughs> uh, but even like, even, even in say uh die hard was a die hard with a vengeance. That was yeah. one with Samuel Jackson. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that was with a vengeance. Yeah. 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 Cause die hard two was the one. Uh, yeah. It was the other one with yeah. the plane. Yeah, yeah. With the plane. Yeah. So, like, even that one was, like, not only was McLean already used to these extreme circumstances, even though he's just trying to go about life, now he's mm-hmm. drugged Samuel Jackson's character into it, who's also just an ordinary dude who's exactly. now stuck doing these things <laughs> and being, being a hero because of that. Um, all right, Dormammu's back. So, opinion on... All right, I had to, I had to get, take a quick break for some stuff. No, you're fine. Okay, so mm-hmm. thought, thoughts on this idea that people are just tired of extraordinary and kind of want normal-ish. For media or for general? media? Well, in general, yes, everybody does want normal. <laughs> Normalcy is what everybody definitely would love to have instead of the well, extreme. Great, but no, I, I think we're definitely on a burnout period of uh, of I don't need big name blockbusters. Give me some. Well, it can be some a big meat name. and potatoes indie indie fun. Well, oh. even beyond that, it doesn't have to be the Avengers right. saving the universe. Yeah, like right. I think we just want Daredevil on the streets. You know, right. finally yeah. doing something again. You know, it's like I'm just burnt you, out. I'm burnt out on superhero stuff in general at this point. Like I'm burnt out on bad I, my meat, stuff. My my saturation runneth no. over. Yeah, mm. you're overly saturated. And, Sorry, and, I'll, I'll lean back. No, <laughs> it's fine. Um, but it, since you guys are here and you y'all weren't here last week for the for these questions that Jay sent in. Um, so that so now I'll give you guys at least one of these uh, things. So it's, since we're talking about movies, uh, he was asking ratings on these particular movies, one to ten. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So he gave us a list here. So uh, Prometheus. Hmm. I'll give it a 
seven out of ten. Same, okay. actually. Yeah, that's where Ricky and I were. It was uh, six and a half to seven. Yeah. Uh, okay, and then right after that, Alien Covenant, the sequel. <laughs> six. Mm. Yeah, that's I'll say about that. Prometheus, I found, was better than Covenant. See, mm. I'm, I was the other way around, personally. Mm. All right, so uh, this is a harder one because most people haven't seen this, but Tremors 7, which is Shrieker Island. I haven't seen it. Okay. So no comment. It's terrible. Just know it's terrible. Okay. Um, if you're a fan of Tremors, don't watch this one. <laughs> it's that bad. Because um, Tremors Listen, is still as somebody fun. Who I did, watched I did. one through three and the series. Yeah. That was as far that's as all you I need. need that go. is honestly all you yeah, need. Yeah, that's really all you need. I've, I've only watched the series. The series did I didn't even me. know it made up for seven. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There, it's there's like Sharknado. Yeah. What in the heck? I think there's one. Pa- and yeah, nobody talks about Tremors the same way they talk about Sharknado. Um, but Shrieker Island was particularly bad. Um, the Dark Tower. Oh, that's the one with um, Idris Elba and uh, yeah, yeah, Matthew McConaughey. That actually wasn't too bad when I saw that. Um, I'd have to give I've that never seen probably it. around. No, it's it's not bad. Okay. Um, I'd give it around probably a seven, eight. Okay, I really so, enjoy. Yeah. I really, I really enjoyed it, and it's yeah. it is one of the first where I felt like Idris Elba got to flex. Yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Nice. It's like, but not like Luther flexing. No, 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 no. More like, but in uh, movie flexing style, I guess. Movie flexing, but to show what he can, in, to show in part what he can do. He's so versatile as an actor. Yeah, yeah. We and he yeah. is. I mean, he's just a a serious class act. I, oh, I yeah. just love his all work. in all. I, I, I just want to see him actually portray a, a DJ who goes to raves and then has to be a super spy at night. Because <laughs> it's basically what he does. It's basically his right. life. Uh, <laughs> he could actually make his own soundtrack. It'd be pretty cool. All right, uh, Terminator: Dark Fate. Oh fuck! Just uh, watched it actually. Yeah, um, I, I actually it. so so comparative to the previous Terminator movie, definitely better. Genesis. Genesis. Yeah. No, I really dislike Genesis. In it a, wasn't in great. A way that I can't no. and I can't define it. You know, Genesis to me was like a solid well, two. I mean, you could uh, t- Genesis was, was a two. Wow. Yeah, it, it's yeah, no. Okay. Um, yeah. I actually would treat Dark Fate as kind of that after Terminator Two type of sequel, mm-hmm. rather than just letting Genesis be and let Genesis be its own spinoff of. I mean, really, world. it kind of is. I, it's I, a, it's all new. So timeline yeah, Dark Fate. Uh, Dark Fate. I would uh, definitely say is a solid six to seven in my book. Oh, it's not as it's above nowhere average. near as good as the originals. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to like a three. Okay. Really? Yeah, a lot oh, of people yeah. hated I that movie too. Horrible. Like, it's, like, but like I've never seen it, so I can't judge it. Uh, but I, I, I did just, see Genesis again. Going back to the library, that was one yeah. of the ones I took. Out. So, so yeah. for, for yeah. reference, Genesis was one of the first movies that Jessica and I went to go see. Yeah. Uh, so we went to the movies a couple times when we first got together, and that was one of the first ones we saw. We saw Ant. We saw Inside Out, Ant Man, and uh, uh, da, 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 what I just said, Genesis. Um, oh, and you because those. yeah, so the uh, material people. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, okay, so Venom Two, Let There Be Carnage. Hmm. I didn't mind it too much. <clears throat> I'd have to give that around a five or six. Yeah, five is just some movie happened. Yeah basically I'd give it about a six and it's only because woody harrell it, i would have given it higher woody harrelson just just chewed up all of his scenes yeah i imagine <clears throat> yeah 
Uh, Magnificent Seven. We're assuming that's the newest one with Chris Pratt and everybody. Oh, that one, yeah. Um, four. That was four. <laughs> Damn. I I would. Say... I'm sorry. As a watcher of the original, I mean, good cast, yeah. good cast gathering, good tempo. Just the 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 visuals and the directing were just off. Something was mm. off about pacing okay. wise. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think having seen the original, uh, seeing both, I mean, but you're not comparing. You're just saying, how is it on? No, no, no. I, I, I know, I know, and I'm trying to separate actually the both because I've seen them both. Um, on its own, I'd give it around uh, about a six or a seven. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Above average. Yeah, about average. Yeah. A little above. Yeah. Okay. Now compared to Samurai Seven, the anime. <laughs> it's been a long time since I saw that, but I really love that. It's been a very long time. Since I really did love that one. Oh, that'd be a fun. That would be a fun watch day. Um, yeah. I still have it on DVD. Actually, speaking of DVDs, it's one of the few DVDs I saved because I had the collector set. All right, uh, this is one that I don't. Ricky and I hadn't heard of. It's called Greenland. It's a Gerard Butler uh, end of the world movie. Yeah, never heard of it. I think it just came out in like 2021. Oh. It did. Um, I watched it. it it's, it's like it's, it's like a Ar- very it's like Armageddon. Six. It's a very depressing six, and it, and it, it seemed like it seemed like they were combining like 2012 with Armageddon, a little bit, like oh, Escape yeah. the End of the World kind of situation. You right. Know? I feel, um, kind of feel like Gerard Butler has used up all of his goodwill for 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 <laughs> movies that he's actually been quite good in. You, you think that was a that was a just need the money movie. Yeah, pretty much. That was the one he. That's the, that's the one he did because he either liked the script or he was doing it for a friend. What was yeah. what was the one he did with Catherine Catherine Heigl? It was a rom com. Oh 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 um. He said she said um. Are you sure it wasn't that? Or not? Was it? He said she said or was it something something talk? Wasn't talk like a man? I think it was he said she said. It might have been he said she said that was yeah. actually pretty decent it was pretty decent yeah that was when heigl was at her height it wasn't like it wasn't uh 28 dresses or whatever no but that was chris pine so that's different all right and then last uh, we have pixels i thought it was mm. kind of like pixels i'm gonna give it a solid yeah. i'm gonna give it a solid a solid seven it's not so, it's I did. not gonna win any yeah, awards here i gave yeah. it yeah i gave it a seven ricky rated it kind of low like he's like it was stupid, and I was like it was fun. What are you talking it's about? That's a fun, fun. Movie. I don't know. Stupid I, fun. I thought. Yeah, and I think that's one of those things where we're kind of lacking. Where like there was nothing overall like crappy about that movie. No, not it was really. just it was just, it was it was just fun. You know, light, it was lighthearted but like somewhat serious. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. but it's still good. Love the part where the creator of Pac-Man just you know. yeah the, yeah that we talked about that too yeah so so because you guys you guys haven't heard the uh, that episode oh actually did you uh, episode fifty nine I believe when we read that trying to remember I'm trying to remember which episode because we're all set by a week now so you guys haven't heard the newest episode I have because I edited it but trying to remember where we oh okay yeah so the uh, so episode fifty nine we answered all those questions but then we were saving his final question which was a political question. And then Doramu didn't show up last week because uh, he was busy with the chitlins. And then uh, so Ricky and I actually ended up having that political conversation off air. 
So, like, I paused to give him the question to see what he would think if he wanted to have the discussion. And then we had, like, a 45-minute discussion off air. Because and it was good and I was like, damn it! I sh-. and this was drunk Ricky too. That's why it was interesting mm-hmm. to have drunk Ricky uh, having a, a political conversation. Um. Uh. So if if you guys would want to have that real quick, we can do that. It's nothing crazy, but we have a, a lot of differing opinions here, so it might be interesting oh, to have God. on air. Um. If you're okay with that, Rob. Yeah, give it a I, go. I know Mike does. Maybe sure my answers. I may yeah. not be. Well, I mean, like it's just one question. That's all it is. Um, okay. And then, and then I'll do the last couple news things. Or no, hold on. Before we do that, before we do that, the movie trailers and things like that that have dropped. Oh yeah. We'll talk lighthearted shit real quick before we go into that crazy discussion. It might have to get cut. Um. So the uh, Wonka trailer. I know you watched it. We were sort of talking about it. Yeah. What did What did you think, Rob? I'm- Actually, Mike, you go first. Yeah, let Mike go. Mike. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just um, looking at you. <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> point. Yeah. Pointed that way. Like, I'm. Uh, yeah, that I'm. Go to me, I'm not. Uh, you guys are above me. <laughs> because to me, you're down there. And yeah. You. You guys are above me. Like Mike is here. Rob is here. So. Oh really? Because yeah. uh, to me it's it's, like it's all bad. weird for each right, of us. Right, We're right. all different when we Mike, came in. Mike, you guys. So Wonka okay. trailer. Uh, Wonka trailer. I am underwhelmed buy it i i gotta say really like yeah really it's like um what what's his name you know that was in dune that plays wonka in this movie chalamet yeah timothy chalamet yeah i I like him in dune you know he he did great in dune i thought and also the Um, dune 2 the dune 2 trailer has dropped we didn't talk about it yet so go ahead yeah exactly so so i really can't wait for dune 2 because you know i i do like his performance in this it's it seems it's two things. It's like, okay. I like that. It's an origin story for one, not just retelling chocolate, Charlie and the chocolate factory again. Yeah. You know, I, I know it's an origin story. It just seems like he's out of place for the character of Willy Wonka. I don't know what it is. Really? I feel like he's, he's like nailing the Wonka-ness. It's, it's hmm. like, he's quirky. He's got the voice. Yes, yes, he does. It just feels like he's he's trying to be Wonka, and it's also not it's Tim me. Burton Wonka, which is an improvement, true, in my opinion. True. I mean, I I didn't mind I didn't mind the Tim Burton Wonka, uh, you know, partially because you know Johnny Johnny Depp. Yeah, I know. That's but, a, I mean, that's a that's know, a three. Johnny Depp. That's did, a three a, for me. I think Johnny Depp did a pretty good job considering. Right, that it is a. He looks word. like my cousin Emily in that movie. That's why I can't yeah. watch. <laughs> the haircut. I I, I li- took a screenshot when that movie came out. It's like, oh my god, he looks like my cousin Emily. Yeah, See, because, I will send uh, you all a yeah, picture and show you. Oh, I bet you will. Um, you know, and obviously growing up with you know the original Wonka, uh, you know Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yeah. or sorry, yeah, Willy Wonka and the Charlie. Yeah, know. exactly. The original. Um, you know what? I'm satisfied with those two. I don't know if I need to see an origin story of Willy Wonka. I don't know. It, he just seems a little out of place to me that he's trying to play Willy Wonka, but it's not entirely coming through. I know he can do a good job because, you know, obviously the previous movies that he's done. Um, I'm not really feeling it all that much. That's just see, my, my impression is as an origin story for for the character. Now, granted, yeah. Um, 
did the original writer ever intend this? No. No. Um, but as an origin story, Bellamy's got to play it different because he's not to that point where he's been so uh, beset upon by his various enemies in the chocolate world mm. that he needed to close up shop. He's just starting out. He's trying to make something from nothing. Yeah. It's... Um, He's Batman. Now, granted, he's Batman. as, as yeah. Timothy Chalamet goes, can he, does he hit the same notes as like Gene Wilder or as uh, Johnny Depp do? Yes, because he comes across with that um, almost soft, effeminate. Uh, Hi, I'm Willy Wonka. I'm here to sell my chocolate, everyone. Mm-hmm. And he comes across very, Don't very light and lighthearted, <laughs> almost childlike. <laughs> And so I get that. I get what they're going for with that. Yeah. He's not to the point where he's like telling the kids straight up how life is like, because by the time you get to the point of like Gene Wilder, Gene Wilder took it from the perspective of, oh, I'm just going to say it. Fuck them kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, it's a fuck around and find out kind of movie. Oompa loompa doopity do. Your kid is screwed up and so are you. Congratulations. Yep. Um, because that's how that movie is. The whole perspective of, of it, it was to basically show how bad kids are yeah. because their parents are just that awful. And so Johnny Depp played very much the same way, although his was more from a my parent. I, I have a tortured past, past because my father is uh, is is uh, yeah is, is the is, is the Dark Lord of uh emissary of sauron yeah and, so um and i, and I, I feel mean, like this version is is not the tortured weirdo no. this seems like he's the not weirdo. the tortured weirdo this is the weirdo weirdo not the tortured weirdo this is the tor- this is the weirdo this is the inspirational but, one the one that the one that started it where this feels like it leads like to gene make, wilder it's like i can make i can make candy that zips because i've put bumblebee butts into it yeah. Um, also, he, this is not like the gritty modern retelling. This is no. set in the day. Like this is a. No, my my biggest problem with it is, uh, in part, what Excuse what me. what Mike said that yeah. it's it seems a little too, um, a little Forced. too casual for the for the for the backdrop that they're putting it up against, but also that they don't have as much. Um, it's the styling. It's way like too much greatest showman. Mm. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm tired of that style. I guess. Man, but it's also that's else. the same era though. That's the thing. Stop. And, yeah, but and man, it, stop trying to Harry Potter everything, people. Yeah. Harry, Set designs Harry are tired. Potter, all the things. Yeah. <laughs> if it can I hear does it Harry Potter? Does it Harry Potter? Does it Harry Potter? Um right. that also might be a good title. Write that one down. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I th- that's my opinion. I think I think it's interesting, and also like I like seeing Timothy Chalamet in a in a different like he's not doing the dark brooding role, which right. I find good because like remember he was the re- he was he was one of the ones that was going to be tapped for the Batman yeah before they chose Batman, yeah and so. like now now he is playing a candy Batman as we talked about earlier he's the candy man can um I'm the candy man yeah. <laughs> Mike, that message was from like a while ago. That wasn't from today. No. Yep. But no, no. what I was what I was saying is I shared a picture of my cousin in the in the main uh, oh. the show notes over there. Okay. I was, try- I was trying to find a better one, but also I could. Ah. 
Okay, I see yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, oh. it's like if you just yeah. look, if she was wearing the top hat, like if you photoshopped on the top hat, um, that I would could be do that. Thing. No. <laughs> um, but the that's, other thing. That's uh, quite the Yep. So uh, we did finally get the full-on Ahsoka Season 2 trailer, the actual trailer, not the teaser trailer that already showed us everything. We got the yeah. full-on more talking trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I'm any more hype. I only feel, I feel like it was good. Like, you didn't have to give us the next trailer. Like, let it roll off its own hype from before. Yeah, let it soak in. Let it uh, soak in. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You see what I did, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, it's just, it's fine. Like, in like the weird part is, of course, we're seeing that how big a role like Ray Stevenson plays in it, and of course he's gone now. So hope, we're gonna have to hope his character dies in the in the show. So yeah, that, you're gonna have to do something yeah. about that. Damn. Yeah, and then like we get the confirmation that they are Jedi. Um, mm-hmm. So whatever they are, they're not Sith. So they're somewhere in between Jedi and Sith. I I, I wonder if they're going to play it off as. Um, I, I don't know if you played the game back in the, back in the nineties, um, dark Jedi two Jedi night. Um, okay. Because they had, it was like one of the first games that, uh, that video games did with like live action scenes in between. Oh, okay. and yeah. And, uh, they played it off as, uh, you know, the, the antagonists were, were dark Jedi. They weren't Sith. They yeah. were dark Jedi. So I'm wondering if they're going to do a little bit of a nod off to that as they're dark Jedi, not Sith. It may be. be right, which is possible because they yeah. did have gray Jedi. They had all sorts yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be a nice nod off if they do that. Yeah. That would be, be interesting. Yeah. If they, well, cause like, I know Ricky kind of complained about it because they keep calling Thrawn the heir to the empire. And that was from the now not necessarily canon, you know, extra, uh, extra universe or whatever they call it now. Expanded universe. Extended expanded universe. The over there. Let's just call it the over there. Kathleen Kennedy threw this out and then realized she made an awful mistake universe. Perhaps. We don't have any references. Yeah. But I'm going to say that it's the over there stuff because Mm -hmm. it's like, that's the stuff we can pull from that isn't so extra canon that they can't be used. Yeah. Like, and, and the fact that they're doing this through Mandalorian, they're doing this in, in the animated series, you know, rebels and stuff like that. They're pulling things from that. And now this is a sequel to rebels. So, and, and, you know, in the Mandalorian verse, so it makes sense that they can pull stuff from the area that we've already gone into gray wise. And also was it me or did they actually show like little holographic, Ezra in the trailer. Uh, they didn't have a holographic. I think they had a holographic they, they Ezra, a, and then they had a painting. That they had the painting that was straight up from the was cartoon. A, yeah, it looked them, yeah. literally from Rebels. Live, and this is something I mentioned in the chat, that live action mm. live action Rebels looks fantastic. It does. Which is my take. And, that, and, and to be honest, this is... But will okay, it be so good? <laughs> as, a, as a self-professed Timothy Zahn fan... Okay. And as somebody that follows his his page and whatnot, okay, he has said specifically they've approached him to actually do a treatment for Thrawn in a way that is not mm-hmm. from his books, but is still the use of the character because right. they realized they could not get away without actually using the character that they needed, such as Thrawn for yeah. Star Wars canon, yeah. even in the new, even in the new universe, they couldn't just come up with somebody is, new. Is that just from the Thrawn? Because it would trilogy? still just be Thrawn. Is it? Yeah. Is that used from his trilogy stuff? Correct. Because, and, and I feel like because the the 
what was it like the the end of the empire or whatever the, those those three books that came out a few years ago that are mm-hmm. actually considered canon I yeah, think Shadow Shadow of the Shadow of the Empire Heir to the Throne and um Heir to the Empire the Heir to the Empire yeah a Dark Dark Empire 1 and dark, 2 yeah yeah so yeah. like cuz one of the one of the books I think it's the final one of it and and thing on the cover it's like a a, a Star Destroyer crashing that's the one that actually mm-hmm. describes the final battle on Jakku that basically mm-hmm. ended all that shit and that rolls canonically into episode seven and all that nonsense. So somewhere in there, you know, the end of Thrawn and, and all that kind of comes about. So, you know, if that's the way they're going to roll with it and Thrawn's going to be our kind of big bad for this chunk of universe, I'm down for it because his character is awesome. Not to mention the guy who's playing. It was a fantastic, fantastic actor. Um, Looks weird in blue, but you know, it is what it is. Everybody looks weird. Exactly. That's the only thing that I had a problem with was his makeup is a little bit too, because he can't, his makeup seemed a little bit too off, Uh, but I, it's what I expected for live action translation. Because yeah. the hard um, part is the, he is just the, a, the the race he's part of the chiss the chiss is so yeah. important they are and we've completely neglected them live action wise That's so right. it, to get any of it will be great but of course we know Thrawn's back from outer space yeah. you know you walked it's in here with that really sad look on your face but um but like that means Ezra has to be back somewhere somehow yeah. you know mm-hmm. so if we get that but I also like the the allusion to Ahsoka training Sabine in her not quite Jedi ways over right. time and to the point where she has failed as a master as yeah. well. It's like, wow, it's just one big long, long train of failed Jedi masters to leading to Sabine, um, which is great. And I wasn't sure about Hera's character in this or not, but like, it seems a little weird to see like her talking to, I guess the council or whoever, mm-hmm. um, the new Republic council or whatever they're technically called at this point. Um, cause this is also taking place roughly the same time as Mando season three, you know, mm-hmm. or possibly yeah, slightly yeah. later. Um, so like we know what's happening. We know that the, the first order is, building underground to a degree from the remnants of what's left of the empire. And we know there's actual Imperials out there doing shit. And we know there's the whole, like what, what the shadow council or whatever they called themselves that are trying to bring back Palpatine. But at the same time, if we got Thrawn coming back and building up his forces, cause we know his fleet alone was ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, if we've well, got, that's the thing that remains to be seen if it's going to lead up to the sequels. Because it, a lot it of should. It should, however... Because we don't need to retcon that. Just need to build up out. better. Mm, build back however, better. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, however, because of the way things are going over at Lucasfilm right now, if you... Don't because, know what you're talking uh, about. No, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking but, about, Mike. Um, because I've been following this one guy, Cameron Pasha, who is a writer that did actually write for Disney, and he does know people in Lucasfilm. Uh, things are not good. Yeah, things are really not good at Lucasfilm right now. Um, no kidding. Concerning, concerning Bob Iger and Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, because word is that Bob Iger has said to Kathleen Kennedy quite a while ago that if Indy 5 does not make a billion dollars that oh, well. she is gone well right? that's, that was real easy that was a real that was a real easy pink slip to write 
Um, well, yeah, exactly. But but here's the thing. Uh, so some people are speculating that uh, Dave Filoni and uh, and Favreau uh-huh. have been sort of kind of trying to bide their time with uh, the Ahsoka series that is going to be coming out, uh-huh. and that there might might be don't you know take this with a grain of salt that they might use no time travel force no 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 time travel but they might try to bring in somehow the veil of the force Mm. and try to possibly set the star wars universe back on the right track because of a lot of the let's say failed things that have been going on under kathleen kennedy's management Mm -hmm. Hmm. Right, I I think Take that. Take another fault. Don't know if it might happen. I, I think that I, I think that is a fool's errand to go that way because the, we have, be. there's so much time between here and episode seven that we right. can do so much with characters that don't have to be named Skywalker. They exactly. can be named Skywalker, but we don't need them to be named Skywalker. It also doesn't have to be said. I mean, look how well Andor did and how well it, yeah. the script treatment for Andor did. Yeah. Without having to get anything involved, you can have story that and or just any, rebelling more than anything. Yeah, proves that you can rebelling. have stories in that same universe in that same world. Yeah, using the same Bible that those use that that world uses. Yeah, without it turning into something like way overboard. Yeah, you have the other thing was uh, that was mentioned is that apparently last I believe it was last week or the week before, um, it was reported that Kathleen Kennedy's lucasfilm email was switched off Hmm. for a few and uh and then apparently put back on uh oh sorry about that it's a glitch yeah yeah just didn't cc her on everything i mean it seems silly (laughs) it's like it's like oh hey just just ignore her it's fine plus on top of that when nd5 was uh you know released like a couple of weeks ago that she took a scheduled vacation i mean i would have too yeah so Dude, and that, i'm sorry that video that harrison ford put out oh, oh that was so sad it was, i get, I get yeah. what they were trying to do but that was sad and He's like basically like doing the same thing that tom cruise did but it yeah, just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't work that way i'm sorry no. but also like Speaking i have tom cruise i saw a preview for uh for his latest the loading oh that's good dead reckoning really part cool. one yeah look and uh, talk about really trying too hard. He is. Look, this dear movie, Tom. This movie might stop have me. Before you break a clavicle again. Look, I've I've only ever seen one Mission Impossible movie, and that was the first one. And I don't even yeah. remember that movie at all. This mm. one might have me for one reason. I'm hearing good things about it. Oh, I'm just just only there's only one reason I want to see this movie, and I didn't realize this reason until I saw it in an interview. Yeah, and its name is Haley Atwell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, like oh, Haley Atwell's in a thing. Sold. Uh, sold. <laughs> Scooch that Tom Cruise fuck out of the way. Like, just give me right. some more of my one of my favorite British vixens. Maybe they should um, just release the next Mission Impossible as nothing but like kind of like a fail, kind of like a, a fail army video that's two hours long <laughs> of nothing but Tom Cruise. Literally, it was impossible. Drop, being dropped yeah. off of stuff, no, or I, banging into buildings, or no, it's the last one should be called Mission Impossible. It really was. Yeah. <laughs> No, really. They literally. Mission, no, really. No, really. Yeah, they, they, Impossible eight. No, yeah. really. No, the the uncut yeah. version is no, really. Like it's yeah. It really was no, really. At the bottom, like literally, it's just them failing in the first twenty minutes, and then just seeing oh, the repercussions okay. of them actually not succeeding. 
or get it really confused and like they end up instead of going to mi6 or whatever they end up going to uh mi3 and dealing with the mythbusters instead it is like wait a minute how did this roll into an episode of mythbusters oh <laughs> damn mission, wrong mission one possible mission impossible 12 fast and furious 19 crossover it's a crossover Crossover. just start bringing them all together but i i think that ultimately like um how how weird how damn it i'm not gonna say it out loud they don't need the idea um don't say fast and furious meets hasbro verse so you have dom who is now involved with gi joe riding into battle next to Optimus Prime. <laughs> uh, Come on. I mean, look at the shit that's happening in the Fast and the Furious universe. That is like G.I. Joe level shit. Come on. It really is. Like fame. Mr. Nobody or whatever his name, whatever uh what's his face's name is in that. Call me when they when we get to the HCU, the Hasbro Cinematic Universe proper. Oh, Two years. Okay? Two years. Where you have Transformers. With Rihanna on a battleship that transforms. No, 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 no. My Little Pony. Oh, all Actually, up hold on, hold on. Headmasters with. Hold yeah, on, though. Hold on. Ba- a, battle, a, battleship, a battleship Transformers movie is not a terrible idea because you can have all of the. Because they could be fighting the Seacons. Yeah. It is. You it can, is when the big baddie is just trying to basically destroy the Earth with a giant game of Connect Four. Yeah. No, so that's we're getting into pixels level shit now. <laughs> <is> Connect Four. <laughs> yeah. No, but but a battleship move. My broadside. But like the so like you sunk my broadside. Yeah. So I mean, like you could do like you could get that ridiculous. I wouldn't put Rihanna in it again, but you could uh-huh. put a lot of people in there because you can keep everything centered around the Transformers but integrate the other properties into it in that same way. Like GI Joe can be brought in mask can be brought in. Like, I don't remember if you were, if you guys were on when I came up with the idea for what mask could be, you know, where they found like Cybertron or Cybertronian tech and have adopted into their vehicles. That's why they can transform, but they're not sentient. Like, so mask could exist. You could bring in battleship because you've got broadside and other guys like that. Um, I mean, you could I've come to realize that a live action mask would probably not be as cool of an idea as everybody thinks, because I rewatched re- pretty recently. <laughs> yeah, the entirety, the entire 64 episode plus or I'm sorry, 164 episodes. It lasted that mask. Long. The original. Yeah, it lasted that long. How? And quite frankly, spitting marbles out of your mask it's not exactly the. It's not exactly an action movie kind of thing. Well, we're not going to get centurions, or centurions. No. Not going to get centurions. Might actually work. Like, I want work. humanoids. Yeah, I think I think there's a humanoids lot of would be good. Yeah, sectors. Mm-hmm. Um, I with, just with Vin Diesel as as Gleep. God, <laughs> <laughs> I, am Gleep. I, 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 I am Gleep. <laughs> I am Gleep. I am Gleep. I am Gleep. Yeah. But I think I think that the Hasbro cinematic I think the funny thing is you could actually probably integrate some of those things in a silly way that actually wouldn't be terrible as they used to be. Because I mean Battleship was yeah, damn near a Transformers movie. Kids. But I mean Battleship was almost essentially a Transformers movie. 
Mm. Like they they were definitely fighting something that was very Cybertronian Cybertronian looking. Why do I keep having problems with that? You know, and that was right on the heels of original Transformers, wasn't it? Or at least two. Mm. Something like, like what that. Was it yeah. 2010, probably? Like give or take right around right around when they started doing generation two revamps yeah exactly so i mean like that literally could have been tied to that universe somehow because they you know if they tried they could have tried that movie is ridiculous the actual yeah. battleship movie is ridiculous <laughs> but fun well, i mean at the rate we're fun. going maybe we'll see kathleen kennedy become the head of, pro- of development stop it. for uh, stop it. Oh, just oh, stop oh, now oh, no no look kathleen kennedy just needs to go over there in her yes. go over in there with the EU in a corner. This folks, corner. was a side discussion we had all had about where, where, where Kathleen Kennedy would go next. That's where, true. Where the Blair Witch true. was found. She's just, there's so. just going to be a movie where people yeah. talk about Kathleen Kennedy in hush whispers and they're pointing at her mansion. They're like, you can't go up there. You can't go up there. She'll, she'll well, make they, your life did with, they did it with, they did it with, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be like a Hulu original. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Kathleen. Um, no, I, I, like I said, uh, she'll go into politics. That's that's her only. You, like you, you don't go from Ooh. big executive to just being more big executive. You go to politics next, so that you can make things the way you couldn't have them in your executive movie position, oh, um, God, yeah. which is how you end up with the garbage that's going on in Hollywood. Actually, L.A. slash Hollywood right now. Um, okay, so it's been a minute, but the Dune Two trailer did drop. We never talked about it since we mentioned Chalamet. Um, mm. I only have the reference of the old Dune uh, sci-fi series. Like, I didn't right. even see the original movie way back in the day. Oh, the original right. is solid metal, but yeah. It's the, ridiculous. The sci-fi yeah. series was quite uh, good. Speaking of which, that's another movie we don't <coughs> have. I haven't watched the trailer for the, twi- or not movie, I guess it's a series, Twisted Metal. Mm-hmm. That trailer just dropped. Oh, I didn't yeah. get a chance to watch it. but no, no, I did. It was, it, was quite, it was quite fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anthony Mackie now going over there to play Cap. Um but no, back to Dune. I think it's because it's this is Dune Part Two, so yeah. there um, presumably there will be at least a Part Three because they're still not going to wrap it up a whole in this. But I, I, the only thing I can say about it I didn't like is that they actually show that he finds Gurney in the in the trailer. I was like, come on, you could have left that. That is a big deal. Like, right. yeah, like yeah. they should have left that out of the trailers. I mean, yes, Dune fans know it's there, but like other normies wouldn't but if they keep everything the same it's going to be fantastic like change yeah. change nothing as long as they keep everything the same and the 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 same design and the same tempo and the same score stays with it yeah, yeah. It, it'll be great oh, it's definitely it'll the same score. Score. I think so, yeah. yeah it still was it uh but i will say this Zimmer, as right? Yeah, it's Hans Zimmer, yeah. Uh, yes. yeah. which i love his work um so we're going to have we're going to have a discussion about modern composers one day yeah, Zimmer is Zimmer is Zimmer's an OG for real. Yeah. Um, but honestly, as a fan of of Frank Herbert, mm-hmm. like I Dune was one of the first novels that I read. Mm. And when I read it, I was like 13, 14. I was gonna say way too young to be like, reading oh, it. This is a, <laughs> oh, it was I mean, I was a sci I was a sci fi nut. Yeah, um yeah. but reading it like at first, it's really hard to get into that world, and then once you start going through more of it, more of it, more of it, yeah, get into it. And then for seeing the movie, the original '80s movie mm-hmm. was amazing to me because it was like, oh, you're really trying to make this, yeah. Um, but honestly, I'm tired of the retelling of that original story because after Herbert died, 
his son had taken all of his father's manuscripts and yeah. there have been at least nine more books. Yeah. There are it the just first kept three going. that were released. The first yeah. three that were released, my father had told me this was before he had passed, like he had read them and he was like, You've got to get these. It was it was they were prequels to the original. And each one was a specific house. So you had House Harkonnen, you had yeah. House Carino, you had House Atreides. Yeah, Atreides. It told that's stories from the individual houses. Yeah, of how they all got to it's like this Game of Thrones. point. That's very much yeah. so. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Um, but this was well before this was this was well before you even had this. The they were released after. Um, Game of Thrones was completed as a book series. Mm. Uh, but Game of Thrones has not been completed are... as a book series yet. No, that's true. Well, yeah, true. As of yet. We've been waiting 20 years <laughs> for the next book. Honestly, like if you if you like Frank Herbert, like if you're listening, if you like Frank Herbert, I would highly suggest going to find these prequel books. They are fabulous and they're good read throughs. They're quick. They and they go are... back like millions of years or something, right? Like they do. Well, they do. Tens yeah. of thousands. Yeah. Cause, cause they're like, origin yeah. story. They are origin stories about each of those houses. Yeah. And it, you start, you read through things and then you're like, Oh, that's how, that's why there's so much animosity between these houses. Oh yeah. That's why there's, they, this, there's this drama. Do they cover the AI wars? Uh, it's books? after the AI wars. Okay. Um, but so, but there is a lot of impact from it. Yeah. I imagine they probably go into the origins of the Bene Gesserit. Yeah, they like do that. very yeah. much. Yeah, so. For sure. Very much. For sure. so. Yes. All right, um, awesome. Speaking of which, I was just thinking like the next Star Trek thing that isn't just a straight sequel to Picard that needs to, it needs to cover like the, the, uh, eugenics wars and then world war three. Like before, mm. like it'd be like pre-track. Like we're not quite there, but mm. that would be interesting. Like, don't even give it a title that's related re- related to Star Trek. Tell these stories without context, and then mm. when it's done, show the title. Yeah, and show that it was actually related to the in the, that universe of yeah, because Star Trek. Brave New World had made such has made such a a big deal out of the eugenics war and how yeah. bad it was. Yeah. Mm. Now I find myself more interested. I mean, strange in that New aspect. World. Stranger yeah, Brave New World, very different. Strange New World. Yeah, Brave New World, very different show. <laughs> but yeah, but that makes sense because like the eugenic, the, the funny thing is the eugenics wars were fought in the nineties. Exactly. That's what's nuts. It's like a yeah. Star Trek period, actual period piece, not where they somehow end up in Canada in, in whatever time period that was. Um, which, it by the way, done. like Christine, Christine yeah. had to email me about that. That was shot right down the street from here. Like. I, Okay. Yeah, right in Toronto. Yeah, it was like right there in Toronto. It was like, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it's like, it's Every like, place that was shot. Damn Canadians always. Yeah, so like, yeah. It's our fault. Yeah, so <laughs> so Last of Us can be shot in Canada filling in for Texas because heaven forbid they film in Texas. Um, fuckers. All right, so, uh, so like I said, I had this discussion with Ricky. Yeah. It's the wrong music. Um, which, by the way, I keep getting confused when I do the edits because the uncut version, I use the non-lyric version of the song, and then when I yeah. and then I use the one with lyrics on the main one. So whenever I play it through, I'm like, why does it sound so different? Why aren't the words coming in? It's like, I'm the one who does it, and I completely forget every single week. All right. Mike, tell that train to shut the fuck up. Shut up! Thank you. 
All right. Um, so, uh, they Jake. bring fire retardants for you? Yeah. Uh, yeah after that uh, tornado that we got on July 1st, yeah. Jesus, yeah. Jesus. Oh, yeah. First of all, uh, in, this may or may not be included in the thing. Didn't mention it. The flooding that's going on from the storms in the Northeast was crazy this past week. And then on the other side of the country in California, buildings collapsing from the sheer amount of rain that has happened in the ground soak. Um, it's mm-hmm. crazy. And then Texas, yeah. it's just hot like normal. So, um, blah, blah. you know, climate change, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> All the climate change. So, um, but either way. I happen so, to know uh, my daughter asked if you were okay there, Mike, because she was like, how much of Canada has burned so far? All of it. That's uh, fine. Not enough. Yeah. We still got the, you know, more. See, when, when Mike said that Trudeau would burn it to the ground, he didn't mean literally. And yeah. then. <laughs> because as of today, he hiked uh, interest rates another 5% in this country. So, yay. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Sweet. So, okay. So well, our, our inflation dropped 3% apparently. And, and when? Apparently, <laughs> and where? Month to and month? Apparently, and apparently, and apparently I didn't feel it. Another th- I think it's like another $3 billion to Ukraine. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so, because, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Anyway. Of course. And uh, apparently, uh, a, a side note because you mentioned Ukraine. Apparently, they were denied access to NATO. So, yay! Uh, yay! Good. <laughs> good. Because that would result in worse things happening immediately. So let's just yeah, sort. Let's put that on the back burner. Out. Yeah. Let's sort. Like thanks, but sort things out. You have yeah. you have every every tool imaginable. Yep. And then some. Even and, some. and yeah, and the tools we're not telling them about. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and then we're, we're supposed to be giving them more money, music, munitions, and some F-16s because that's going to go over well. Like, oh, let's just yeah, let's just send them a fleet of F-16s for them to use. Not to mention that yeah. we have to train them how to use them. I, I swear to God, we're just sending them stuff we don't want anymore, so they'll destroy it. Like, yeah. it sort of seems like at this point. Um, but that's not the discussion I've that uh, Jay proposed. It's a it's a it's slightly simpler. Um, even though talking with Ricky, we, we kind of went off the deep end a little bit with this, but, uh, no. pretty, pretty simple question. Um, and very topical, um, and Mike being a Canadian, this would be an interesting way in for you. Um, so it says, do you guys think that it's right or wrong to charge a former president with a crime? He had, he had it or not, but that didn't make sense. Or I guess, yeah, or not. Yeah. So, so, so that's um, the thing. That depends on the crime. I would also no, agree. Well, historical precedent says yes, because this isn't the first time. Former and, president, though. A yeah, lot of them have been no, charged with crimes while. No, yeah. even still, it's it's not the first time that they're that that's that that's transpired. And I don't have his I don't have book in front of me, but I yeah. know from reading that's that that has happened. It's just hasn't it's just happened quieter. If it's happened so quiet that most people don't know about it, that's the thing. It's like, and the right. thing is, like being being accused of a crime is one thing. Actually, yeah. being charged, arraigned, charged and all of that. Not to mention on three occasions. Let's be honest here: three separate crimes in three separate areas. Uh, one of which, at least, is on a felony level, which I don't agree with that being a felony because it makes no sense. But I think that, like Mike said it would depend on the crime because Correct. let's be honest here. None of them, I don't care which one, none of them are angels in any way, shape or form. Right. No. So, they never are. so in my opinion, and this is what Ricky and I talked about was that if you open that door 
you got to be ready for everything that's on the other side of that. And that's incredibly true. That is, that is, that is, I think the crux of it is that any precedent set right now is going to temper future of how we treat the belief in what is written for the constitution and for the uphold of values of how the laws are written for the United States. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's a touchy subject. It's gray matter in terms so, of how it's handled. Yeah. So, so how about, no, this? you're totally right. Is I would, I would say this and let me know what you guys think. Even being president, you are not above the law. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Now, no matter what country, that's yeah. why we have laws. Yeah. But it's no the, matter what country, but it doesn't matter what country. There is a but. Exactly. Because the president does have blanket power of, uh, I had it until I needed to say the word, <laughs> um, <laughs> pardons, blanket pardon mm-hmm. power. Any, right. It doesn't matter. The president can pardon anyone of a crime, of a U.S. citizen, I should say, yeah. including themselves. Yep. And that's the weird, that's the interesting caveat, but only while they are president. Yes. So, say we were to go down the road of full-on prosecution of the previous former president, who's mm. currently under fire, then even if he's found guilty, blah, blah, blah. In theory, because it doesn't stop him from running for president, doesn't stop, keep him from being president mm. either. He could instantly pardon himself of all crimes. Yeah. But if you open the door for this one president, you know retaliation's on the other side. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Exactly. Right. But the qu- so. problem is, is that the, the gander's justice system is not keen on what the goose wants. Precisely. So that's, it's so. like, there's such a giant, it, it's a snowball that they have no idea how big it'll get. Yeah. If they decide the pro- to roll it. The problem is, is that there is without a doubt a failing in the checks and balances. Oh yeah. That are supposed to be in place. Understatement. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the- and this has been on, this has been ongoing and I am not, I'm not saying it, it is party independent. The system for checks and balances has been broken for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's been broken in the subtext of the laws mm-hmm. and how they have been interpreted. And that's a that's the word, is the interpretation really messed it up. Yeah. yeah. And so everybody has an interpretation. Yeah. The whole point of, like, the Supreme Court is to uphold the spirit of of the law mm-hmm. the whole point of the of the executive branch is not to abuse the power therein yeah, yeah. and that's and the whole point got. of the legislative branch was to basically rein in the executive branch in case there was an abuse of that power mm-hmm. correct and, Again, and, and we've seen failures on all those parts. Yeah, because we've seen the executive branch running out of control. Mm-hmm. We've seen the legislative branch fully backing the executive branch to run out of control. Yeah. And the uh, 
judicial branch, the judicial branch actually to trying to do their job. <laughs> like yeah. they're one of the few that's actually trying to do their job and they're being chastised by the other two. It's like, look, we're independent yeah. of y'all. It's like, they're also in, but the judicial branch is also being manipulated in a way that is not, that is also taking it to their limit, to their breaking point of what is neutrality. I mean, there's, there's not, that's why at least there should be, that's the thing is like, and, and I don't know if we've talked about it much here, but like the problem is like with our party system, as it is, you have people who are at this point becoming too extreme to the point that neutrality isn't doable under most circumstances. Like yeah. you want, you want justices in the case of the Supreme court who basically look at the constitution and go at it in a flat manner, not driven right. by purpose. Like, okay, look, mm -hmm. this is, this is the law that was set based on this. How does that work in comparison to what the constitution was said in the spirit of the thing? If the law doesn't work or goes against the way the Constitution is read and worded, mm -hmm. then that law is bad. You know, yeah. just and the thing is, laws can be bad in, in the way that they are used, can be used horrendously, depending on application or yeah. the lack of application. Because the law is written so vaguely, people can just break it all willy nilly. And sometimes that's on purpose because that allows you to just mm -hmm. get away with shit. You know, well, yeah. case in point, some of the horrendous shit our presidents in the past have gotten away with a particular mm -hmm. president blatantly killed a u.s citizen on purpose yep. for yep. no reason in a country we weren't at war with yep. and then you've got other ones who have committed other types of horrible egregious war crimes and then you've got one who may or may not be the most corrupt individual ever in politics and then you got one guy over here who's done some sketchy shit and has a big mouth. Yeah. yeah. And may or may not have actual crimes in there, but you can't tell because of all the lies they throw around the actual things. It's like, mm -hmm. if you well, lie so far that you can't tell when the truth actually comes out, that's a problem. You know? And, and the problem is, is that our system isn't exactly, I, I feel like there's this always been this perception like, Oh, we're the best. We're the greatest. We're the good it's not guys. Always been, that has never been the case. And, and even, most systems in a Mike, you'll forgive me if I get any of this wrong, but like in a Commonwealth system like Canada has, there's oh, right. the, the way that it works is that you're yes, you can you can you can be in charge of the of the leading party, but others at any point in time can basically say that they have zero confidence in the work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. A vote of no confidence. Their version of it to checks yeah. and balances yeah. behind that. Yeah, that doesn't always mean that. You're going to leave. <laughs> no, you could stay there well, forever. Yeah, exactly. Have no power, but all the benefits. Right. Yeah. And so. Well, we have Congress members who are done that way, too. Well, we have exactly. we have a similar way it, where we can remove anybody, remove certain people nothing, from every no, committee no, so no, they can't get anything done until they're no voted system out. Is, look, I think we can all agree that no system is perfect. No. The problem is, like we said, is perfect. There's, there is a lot of brokenness about how the system is operating. Yeah. And there are ways to fundamentally change that in how the laws and how the amendments are conceived to be placed in. 
subsequent. So, but it it's, it has to be done in a way that these loopholes can not just go unchallenged. Well, here's here, well the the other side of that's true. The other side of that is also true that you can't make something so precious that it can't be challenged. Because because you can say, well, you've left all these loopholes in here so you can get away with all this other stuff and be like, yeah, but over here, we've had this horrible law in the books forever and no one will let us deal with it because you said blah, 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 blah. So how do you guys feel about laws having expiration date or sunset clauses? Yeah. Because I mean, that's that's a good thing. I mean, and especially with laws that are just so vague or old that. Yeah, old or, or correct. Yes, exactly. There, there's that, bo- there are uh, laws on the books no from last. Whatsoever. Yeah, there's laws that are still on the books. They may not be properly executed, but there's precedent around them to where you could pull out some nonsense from 120 yeah. years ago because it's still a law and people have gotten yep. out of committing crimes or being prosecuted for crimes. I should say, sorry, because they pulled up an old law that was never retired, but not executed. Right. And because, yeah, I think, like, like case in point, I mean, wasn't there a law with, uh, I believe there was like some town in Texas, uh, like probably about 100 years ago that uh, the the town was flood damaged or something like that. So they introduced a tax to try to yep. rebuild or something. The, the law was never, you know, put away or, you know, done with or whatever. And that residents are still paying this outrageous tax in, in theory. Or, yeah. That there's probably places like that. Not even just here, but I think elsewhere because like they just said, okay, well, that's just how life is. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, God, just well, do away with some of these outrageous, stupid, vague, or just, or just outdated just, shit. Like, yeah. Or precisely right. outdated. And I, I also find like, even amendments. Of, hmm. And it's not just the laws; it's also the lawmakers. I feel like lately, I've I've had this sensation that age does not equate wisdom. I don't oh, care how old no. you are. Yes. Come on! Yeah. At, at some point, your age is destroyed. Your wisdom, right? There, there. Wisdom there is purchased are... now. Yeah, yes. I mean, let's face it. Uh, if yeast infection had a face, it'd be Nancy Pelosi. So. <sighs> Uh, sir, uh, and he's not wrong. No. I mean, uh, I feel like there is. She's there. Uh, I look at like, um, oh God, Collins and some of the others that. Uh, who was who was the one who literally like she had a stroke and like half her that's body? Collins, that's yeah. Collins. Yeah, that was she, Collins. Yeah, wh- no, I'm sorry, you, McConnell. Or, McConnell, Mitch um, McConnell. Well, he needs to go anyways. Period, because he's he's so fucking embarrassing as a human being. Yeah. Uh, but well, yeah, and, and what's what's his face who got voted it, in who had who his brain doesn't work? Correct. Yes. What, what, oh, yep. oh, oh, oh. What's yep. his name? Um, uh, Fetterman. I know it's uh, Fetterman. Yeah, Fetterman. Yeah. Like yeah. seriously, like I feel bad for the dude. He had a massive, massive stroke, but like his words don't work anymore. I'm, and when you have, when you have to be a lawmaker type person, you need to be understood. You don't need to be interpreted in your words. Your word needs to be understood the second it comes out of your mouth. And if you don't have the ability to understand words, that's even worse. Yeah. It's like, yeah. and I can have all the sympathy in the world. That's not going to do us any good with somebody who literally can't tell us what he means. And exactly. I, and you know, and like, I'm not heartless about that. It's just the way it is. If he, if like replace him with somebody who can do the job, like, because there's a job that needs done. This isn't, this isn't the done, pity yeah. house. And like, no. and I, no. and, and, I, and I agree with you that age limits 100% need to be a thing. Term limits 100% need to be a thing. Yep. Salary limits probably also need to be a thing. 
and also all of well, the salary, not, salary, and salary, uh, but also funding. I was getting, I was getting there. So, yeah. like, I mean, like, sure, like you can earn a wage that is necessary, sure, but you also shouldn't be able to do, I don't know, insider trading. Um, mm. So uh, that law still hasn't gone through. They've tried. Um, if it'll even get past the president signing it, who knows? Because I'm sure he doesn't benefit from that at all. Um, no. So, I mean, I mean, sorry, I'm sorry. Our, our poor, our poor, woeful Grandpa Joe, he's doing just great, y'all. It's fine. It's fine. Leave him alone. He had his nice little beach vacation this past weekend. He was doing great. Yeah. Nobody, right. nobody bothered him. He just got to sleep on the beach. It was great. Yeah, sniff that girl's hair. Yeah. <laughs> Having a load of Ben and Jerry's. So, oh God! So, don't get me started on Ben and Jerry's. Um, <laughs> it's like, like, either way. But back on on this subject, I think that right and wrong don't necessarily apply in this situation because you would hope that all people would be under the laws, and that should be right. Mm. But if you're gonna, like we said, if you open that door, you have to take everything that comes through there. It's like well, that means like, that means that whoever is in charge, they get in and, and whatever Department of Justice after that, you know, the next president gets in there and he wants to prosecute the last president or all of them for that matter, every remaining living pe- president who who has definitely definitely committed a crime of some sort. Oh yeah, sure. It's like because you, know, you can't like, just. Then, it's not a. That's not a one way door. That's an every way door. Yeah, that's a floodgate. That's then, a floodgate. Then no matter who's going to be in power, whether it's uh, you know Democrats or Republicans, they're just going to retaliate it's, it's the next time. Up, exactly. It's or just they're going, going to pass laws. You can't do that to us when you're in power. That's the that's next right. part. The that's next right. the next it's part is to make yourself immune. Giant witch hunt. Yeah, it it's just which is like, and 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 I agree that if if a president if a current president has committed some form of crime in yep. the process of his political career wherever it began. He should be prosecuted for that, and if he decides to pardon himself, fine. But See, you can't ne- you can't just neglect it because no. today it benefits you, you know. Yeah. Because See, either it's all right question, or it's all wrong. The question in general, like, is I'm going to say it's pretty vague in the first place. Well, right? of course, you know, of course, um, you know, and and we need to know first of all, like, the context as which the question was gleaned from let's put it that way it was gleaned from Uh, the current situation mike of of yes no no and i figured that you know first you know uh and and because uh yeah i kind of i kind of figured it had to do with certain documents that were found in uh more lago and whatnot and you know what yeah Here's, here's the thing trump did not commit a crime whatsoever because every sitting president all right because i i can't because obviously i'm happy here in canada sure but Generally, every president can take can declassify and, any documents is what exactly it, yeah. and take it with them. And there's no crime whatsoever. Every now, president has done that. Now, Clinton has done that. Obama has done that. Joe uh, Biden Bush did it that. before he was Joe president. Biden he got it. ahead of that one. Exactly. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. So there was no crime committed whatsoever. <laughs> OK, so None. hold on. let me let me correct. But they're just picking on him because. Let- He's Trump. Let and me, he's gonna run again. Let me devil's advocate you here. Okay, go for it. Um, yeah. Whether it, that crime, yeah, was committed there, 
right. is is the actual question because it comes down to did he have documents he wasn't supposed to have? Not opening that one because it's stupid to begin with. Two, were they stored insecurely, which is important because because you should have these very important documents locked up to a degree. Hmm. They they are supposed to be stored in a proper manner. That does exist, yeah. which is what they went after him first place at Mar-a-Lago because yeah. they said this isn't good enough, even though it was a locked room with yep. with with the uh, uh, no 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 the uh, uh, Secret Service basically protecting that room. Like yeah. you weren't getting in there if you weren't Trump, basically. Yeah. So the yeah. FBI said put a bigger padlock on that. They brought them the lock, literally watched them lock it, and said. Yeah cool and then comes back three months later improper storage it's like you literally told us it was good if we put the lock on mm. there's more than that but you know what i i seem to recall a a certain politician that had <clears throat> servers in a bathroom well it, servers that, in places that were inappropriate mm. to have them not to mention destroying said server and yeah. all cell phones and blah so, so and not president um not to mention True. giving those documents to an unsecured person who was also not the president. Yeah, um, you know, but but, but if we if one person is not good this, for the other, this person. is the whataboutism that comes down to it because you can't. Yeah. You, the problem is you can't win with whataboutism no matter how right you actually are. Mm. Like because you, it just becomes the excuse for unless it's literally like okay, this is a lie. Then yeah. it, the whataboutism works. That's the problem there. But because no one believes it isn't a lie, realistically, when it comes yeah. to Trump, I should say. Yeah. Because no one will believe that he didn't do it wrong, do something wrong. No. That's the problem. It's like, because we've been trained that everything he does is wrong. He's evil, mm -hmm. racist, fascist, blah, blah. You know? Exactly. And he did all these other horrendous things. I'm getting random fucking text messages right now. Um, I'm just mad that he got poo sprinkles all over the important things like the uh, the the invitations from Iran to their banquets. Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. That was the other part about it that is really crazy. Like these documents that he supposedly stole. A lot of yeah. that shit is blurbs about him. White House like invitational things, stuff from dinners. Like yeah. some of it isn't even like an actual like secured document. It's just, mm -hmm. hey, don't steal that. But then again, a previous person who lived in the White House literally took all the furniture when they left. Exactly. So exactly. that's not documents, but they stole shit. So what the hell? Like that yeah. not that wasn't a hundred percent a crime, but weird in on its face. But like the idea that. Like okay, so the one of the last things that's happened with uh, the 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 Trump situation where they're like, oh, we got him, was the rec secret recording where he showed a secure document to someone, and it's like that's what they're trying to say that's one of the other accusations in this case is that he shared or he told someone else or showed someone secure documents, and they use this recording as evidence. It's like he's talking about an article written about him. When it came down to the uh, General Milley basically lying about what Trump did when it came to Iran. Yeah. And he's like, that I didn't do that. That was him. It's like, I should have. And what he says is, I should have declassified that while I was still president. What he meant was the report that showed Milley was lying. Yeah. If he had declassified that document while president, 
he would have something to save his ass right now. What he's talking yeah. about is an article about that. That's what he's showing the person he's talking to. Yeah. Because that particular document wasn't even listed in the 39 they charged him with. It's yeah. just like, what the fuck? It's like, it, 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 it's a giant circus. All because they're, they're persecuting, or rather prosecuting, their political opponents. Yeah. And once that, once that has started... We're just rolling straight off into socialism and communism to all, to all the favorite red red colors, you know, you can possibly put on a flag. Exactly. Uh, it's uh, not too late. It's not too late to fix this. It's just it's very oh and yeah, it's really entering to a point where people have stretched the stretched the goal lines of of where <laughs> concepts. Uh-huh. And what is written are two very separate things. Yeah. People have stretched the concepts to the limit. On all sides. That's why yeah. we're at where we're so, at. So the other question is, if we're going goose and gander, right? if you spend so much time chasing down whatever stuff Trump might have done, hmm. and you completely ignore everything that Joe Biden has done, Since he was senator, since he was vice president, since he's currently president, the actual kind of illegal stuff that they're unburying right now, then that sets a dangerous precedent for this country to be split even further than it is. Well, it does. Yeah, because uh, I I think the only reason that this all comes up with Trump and and Mm every other time, right, is essentially to just distract and look over here, look over here. Yeah. Don't look what we're doing. Well, they're trying and to stop him. That yeah, on the exactly. other side of it. They they because, don't because want him. If he gets in again, shit's gonna hit the fan. Yeah. Ooh, target exclusive stuff. Ooh, nice. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, because it's like, you know, we can't prevent him from getting in because they know, they know that everything that they're doing right now, and it goes the same thing here in Canada as well. Sure. But Trudeau and uh, you know, and with uh, the conservative leader Pierre Polyev. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that, that Every time they you say know that guy's that name, are, it's silly. I know, but they know that they're fucking up so royally that mm-hmm. they can't hide the fuck ups anymore. No, they just lie about. Trying, it. Yes, exactly. Don't that look here. Trying everything Don't look possible. over here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're trying to prevent everything possible to try to just cover up their crimes. Yeah. You know. What their quote unquote crimes, crimes yeah, uh, and, and fuck ups and stuff like that, yeah. because they know that once the, again that you got a law abiding citizen, uh, whether it be Trump, whether it be uh, you know uh, what uh, DeSantis, yeah, yeah DeSantis, I, I don't think he's going to make it in for president. There's, I don't there's think so either. Why, but I'm not going to go into no. uh, details right now about that. But you know, and anybody that's basically of the conservative mindset, let's put it that way, that is actually honest, the extreme right yeah, yeah, the extreme. They're all extreme right wing. Is is going to set things right once and for all, and they are scared to shit of that. Well, here's the problem: there won't ever be a once and for all. It'll be a for the next few minutes. Like no, because there's always, there, there, always going to be that snake in Eden, so to speak. Well, yeah, of course. Well, it's just the biggest problem I think in this particular case is the government's gotten so big. Yeah. How do you ever track down the actual corruption that has fucked this all up? So the only real essence is to somebody who can get in there and just take a hammer to all of it, whittle it down to its bare functions, mm-hmm. 
and start over. Like, like, okay, we only need this. We only need this. We sure as hell don't need this, 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 this. this. We don't need the 10,000 bureaucrats. We don't, we don't need the lifelong people who just get paid to sit in an office and yell on CNN. You know, we we don't need those people or Fox. I'll make it even. Um, even though Fox is coming out significantly more and more lefty now, it's really fucking weird. Um, Thanks, Disney. Yeah, exactly. Like since Tucker left, it's becoming crazier. So, but like the idea is like, so we does it, no one from. I don't. I'm not even going to say liberals because that's not fair to actual liberals. No right. one who's leftist is going to go in there and want to fix, or no. they want to destroy but not fixed. They break, break it down. So we get what we want, not break it down. So it can be fixed. Well, like, in there's a way, two different they, purposes they, there. They do want to fix it. They want to fix it to one end. way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, that's right? not fixing. That's just, that's rigging really is what that yeah. is. Well, um, yeah, of course. Not to go there, but that's not what I was getting at, but that's just the word. No, no, for I it. Know. You, you to, to build the system around what you want to happen. Sure. Yeah. Versus building the system so that it, works it's kind of like what elon did with twitter yeah he got rid of six thousand employees and it runs better than it ever has the yeah. government is kind of the same thing get mm-hmm. rid of the useless people who are fucking doing nothing yeah. so that the people who actually have a job to do can do their job the way it's meant to be done not yeah. the not the way the six thousand people sitting there it's almost like investors telling a business mm-hmm. how to run itself it's the bureaucrats yeah. it's the paid politicians telling our government how to function so that their pockets get bigger instead of Mm -hmm. making America better for its citizens. Yeah. It's like, you know, and nobody will do that who is part of it because everybody's afraid of the other higher ups that have tons of obscene amounts of money. George Soros, maybe. Um, Hey, look, he's hopefully dying. He got yeah, pneumonia but or something. But is but, but it's somehow or worse, actually, probably depending on how you look at it. But um because I have to edit that out, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> because we know that, Not that there anyone here is a Soros always, fan. No, no. Uh because we know that's bad are, for everyone. George well, Soros yeah. is bad for everyone. Because you don't have a these, side. There's his side have and all you these little acolytes that are everywhere that are worming their way into into everything so all existence yeah you know look i can't wait to eat the bugs it's gonna take a lot of weeding look look get in your pod eat the bugs you'll be happy you'll own nothing your children will be ours yep i mean by ours i mean theirs not 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 ours we don't need them here um exactly how how dare you the nymea children yeah (laughs) (laughs) the most awkward nerdy kids on the planet hmm <laughs> They'll be great world leaders one day because they will definitely right. abide by the Jedi and by Starfleet. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not yep. Starfleet, but by the Federation rules. Oh, but like, speaking what? of speaking of Starfleet, just real quick, Uh-oh. I found myself uh, retro watching uh-huh. as Pluto TV's been uh, showing all of Deep Space Nine. Mm. Oh, what a good show! Oh yeah, D- I, I always it argue that DS9 the bro- was it shows the best. The broken, it shows the brokenness of Starfleet. Oh yeah, especially yeah. after the Klingon War, then the Dominion War, and the Dominion War. Then yeah, yeah. exactly. Dude, Cisco commits fucking war crimes. 
Yes. He, like Cisco <laughs> straight up commits genocide. Or very much threatens genocide one way or you want no, to look he at could, it. He, he, he wiped out a planet to he, just to deal with what's his face. Shabir. Dude, like, what was his name? Uh, uh, I had it. I had his name. I forgot about it. Hutchinson. So, um, it's something like that. Something ton. Yeah. It's something ton. Starts with an H. Hunting, Huntington. Yeah. No, it's not Huntington, but it's something like that. Yeah, um, it'll come to us eventually. But no, it's the same thing. It's like, but Cisco, as far as we, well, he can't now. He's wherever he is in existence uh you know he couldn't be prosecuted for what he did during that but i love that basically he kind of dismissed his whole bridge crew fuck off you want to be yeah. for, like insubordination it's like i will push the button myself mr wharf you know <laughs> everybody literally like cisco really just did that and like uh-huh he really hmm. did <laughs> it's like, yep. it like yep he destroyed planets and threatened to destroy more just so this guy would give up Punched out Q. That's why he's the. That's why, in my opinion, he's, he did punch he's Q. Best captain. Yep. He did punch Q, captain. which was great. Going back to his shaft roots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like it's just the DS Nine wasn't was, shaft. It it wasn't shaft. Okay, it was Spencer for hire. Get it right, my friend. <gasps> yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah it wasn't right. shaft. Damn. So, Speaking of which, it was the Robert Urick powered machine that was Spencer for hire. Okay. Yes, what was there? Yep. So I, I recant and I will admonish myself. <laughs> so just on this last note, uh, speaking of Shaft, was there not a Samuel L. Jackson led Shaft movie way back when? Yes. Yep. Yes, there was. Why did I see a new thing for that not long ago? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either because that was what, like late 90s, very early 2000s? Something like that, yeah. It might have been like oh yeah. one. I remember it was like high school era for me. So it was either right yeah. after, right after, or right during high school. So like ninety nine to two thousand one. But I yeah. swear to God, I saw another thing Shaft related. Was there a sequel? No. Or another redo since? I don't believe so. Because like or, what, with all the Secret Wars stuff going mm-hmm. on, I swear to God, I saw a new thing for a Samuel L. Jackson Shaft movie. There was a two thousand movie and a twenty nineteen movie. Maybe it's oh, the 2019 that keeps, that's popping okay. up, but who did that one? It was also Samuel L. Jackson. But he was old the, Shaft, the and he was a younger guy, right? Correct, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yep. why. Okay, that's okay. what it is. That's why I keep seeing it. That's why it keeps coming up. But yeah, no, I remember the original. Because, uh, the, because the 2019 one had Usher. 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 And, you know, that's a pretty decent political thriller so far, Secret Wars, mm. but, you know, not Shaft. Yeah. I haven't watched. I, have I haven't watched, watched the latest. The, I have to watch the second and third episodes. I'm I'm behind. I, I haven't, the I haven't seen the current. I haven't seen. Oh. I, had to, I had to mourn. I had to mourn Maria Hill. So no, yeah, she's not it's, dead. It's a lot of talking. She's not dead. Just because she died on screen doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're like the X Men. You know, they'll just pop up later on. Oh yeah. Speaking of which, uh, we didn't even get to it. I'll just insert this back because I'll put this conversation more than likely back in the in the ketchup, main. Coming. Ketchup and mustard. Yeah, ketchup and mustard. So the the Deadpool two reveals that just keep coming. By the way, um, that we actually got to see. Well, we already saw Deadpool in his new redder costume. It's, yeah. it's like different fabric, just redder, but it's the same costume, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then we got to see the on screen appearance of the yellow and blue Wolverine suit. Yep. Uh, I'm okay with that. I, I, other and I'm with other people who think that the arm should have been bare, like because he shouldn't have sleeves. But I also get why they didn't. 
You yeah. Know, they could always remove yeah. them later, you know, take them out in post. Um, yeah. But I also like that he's not wearing a mask. So I got to wonder if he loses it before this point or like he's going to have like a CG mask come on or something. Oh, or maybe God. actually we haven't seen him from behind. Maybe it's like the cowl type. Yeah, like a cowl. Yeah, yeah. it could be. It could be a cowl and he just mm-hmm. hasn't pulled it up over his head. But we also saw the images of the Fox <laughs> logo legitimately yeah. like crashed into the and it's a full on set. I was like, yep. That's amazing. So Disney, you're not even hiding it. Yeah, you're destroying not even, the Fox universe. Well, it is what it is because he's gonna. So the the plot details have come out too, uh, along yeah. with the cast. The cast has actually been dropped as well. If anybody didn't see that, so yep. basically we've got the TVA is going to yep. get involved probably because of Deadpool's time travel at the end of two. And Loki season two is going to link to dead and it's going to somehow link into it as well it is, with it is. the, with the, the major stuff. But yep. so that's going to all be part of it, presumably because Mobius is in it. So yes. straight up Owen Wilson is Edmund in it and he's going to be in this. So Morbin time. Yeah. No yep. Mobin time, not Morbin. Yeah. Um, yep. Mobius. Owen Wilson. Uh, Hopefully he'll be on Ms. a jet ski. Finally. Miss minutes is going to be Ms. in minutes it. is also uh, in a Terra strong. Jennifer Garner is going to be showing up in it as, as Electra, which is crazy. Uh, yeah, quite possibly Ben Affleck as Daredevil. Uh, not on the current cast list, but maybe on the current cast might. But, yeah, because the, there's uh, going to be a dozen. There's going to be three dozen cameos, and we're more than likely going to be seeing a lot of Deadpool variants. But you know what's really funny about that would actually and be really cool Deadpool. as long as we and, get Headpool. and 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 Wolverine variants as well. Yeah, if there's some Wolverine likely. variants. It'll be interesting. But yeah. like, I like the idea that this is taking place in an X Men universe we haven't seen, yeah. Technically, in a way, because this isn't the one we came from. Oh, Colossus yeah. is coming back. The guy who played Colossus is coming back. Yeah. Uh, so that's good because I like this. I like the Deadpool Colossus. He's like so yeah. good. Oh, uh, Negasonic Teenage oh, yeah. Warhead, along with Yukio, mm-hmm. all the the three. Of course, yeah. those three keep coming back. As far as we know, none of the X Men actors so far. Um, because they're basically all getting retconned anyways. But if they get Patrick Stewart in there again, then he makes a reference to Multiverse of Madness. That would be funny. It's like, oh, careful, you might get your neck snapped by a witch. You know, something like that. Well, I've been listening to little hints that Rob Liefeld has been giving on his podcast, Rob's Rations. Sure. So, you know, it's interesting. Yeah, because I I also, Ricky and I made the joke last week, week before, I can't remember, because once again, these are all rolling together and we're delayed a week on release yeah. so the thing is like I, I made the joke that with the writer strike there's going to be a point in the movie where everyone but deadpool comes to a complete stop and he doesn't yeah. know why and then he's yeah. going to look over at the production crew and say writer strike again and then he's gonna yeah and they're like okay and then he's gonna go off and fuck off and do his own adventure until they get notification writer strikes mm-hmm. over <laughs> so we're gonna get a side movie yeah. I, this is what I hope. I doubt and, this will and happen. Actually, I read. I did read that Ryan Reynolds had to had cannot ad lib on this. No, script. they won't let him ad lib. He can't we'll continue. Not let him do it. And That's there's a reason why. Yeah, it's because the writers yep. have to be on set. That too. It's but also the because it's also because that when he did the two Fox movies, uh-huh. he poked a lot of fun at Disney. Yeah, but he also poked right? a lot of fun at Fox. So that's oh, what's no, no, stupid. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. But I suspect because now that it's part of Disney now that it's like, uh, 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 okay, you can't ad lib anymore with, uh, you know, certain certain well, kind of jokes. One of, maybe, one, maybe. One of the one of the things that they I saw from somebody the other day was that it said, like, y'all need to relax. It's like, this is an R-rated movie. 
It is technically in the Marvel multiverse, and we're keeping it in the same vein as the other movies. So I think just the writer strike is going to affect it to a degree, but they better play off of it. Like, that's what I want to see. It's like ultimate fourth wall break. The writer strike has stopped the movie in its tracks. So he's got to go do something on his own. And then Mm -hmm. like 20 minutes later, he comes back to the real movie because the strike is over. Like if they don't capitalize on that, I will be sad. Because (laughs) one of the questions Jay asked in this thing was, do you think that Deadpool three will go the same route as uh, like Thor four? And I'm like, no, because it's the same people at the helm. It can't Mm -hmm. like even, even, even being Marvelized. It can't. I mean, they already went so far as to bringing Hugh Jackman back to play Wolverine proper. Yeah. I was like, come yeah. on. I was like, and I said, Ryan Reynolds will not let this movie suck. You know, it's like if he if it if the Deadpool movie was going to suck, it's going to be on purpose. And he's going to tell you ahead of time how it's going to suck. Yeah. It's like because exactly. he, he's, he's Ryan Reynolds It's like it's like <clears throat> this character is him. He is Deadpool. Like, yeah. I'm sorry for everybody who doesn't isn't on board with that reality. It's like, no, this is Deadpool pretending to be Ryan Reynolds, not the other way around. <laughs> it's like, even even and there better be Mint Mobile in the background all over this movie. I want to I want to see him drinking from a bottle of <laughs> AV. Uh, ah, that'd be perfect. Uh, it's like I want to see a Mint Mobile ad get blown up. I want to see mm-hmm. a bottle of Avion gin get oh, shot. Right, right, exactly. It's like, <laughs> but then, yeah, but then like. uh then Huge. maybe the entire the entire football team shows up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh my God. If they end up at Wrexham at some point, that would be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that would be fantastic. So, but also they need to get like Hugh Jackman's boot company in there at some point because he has a boot company that makes like ostrich leather boots. That um, would be funny, dude. Like, get all of their product placement because they are private business owners. <laughs> I was like, or have them interrupt a Mint Mobile ad at the beginning. You know, something. It's like Ryan Reynolds yeah. is so prolific in his marketing. If that's somehow not part of it, like there better be mint mobile ads as Deadpool. Well, like, yeah. If they can. I mean, Disney's probably gonna want their cut of that, but come on. He spends like no money on doing that. He's like, I'm gonna borrow the suit for one day. <laughs> you know, and we'll oh, be and, back. And, and sneak in Wait, didn't uh, he steal the Ren- suit? Wasn't that the rumor from the beginning? Ren is yeah, too. exactly. That'd be hilarious. But didn't oh didn't God. he originally steal the suit from the first movie? Wasn't that a rumor that he stole the suit from Deadpool one? And they're like, "You have to give that back." And he's like, mm-hmm. "I don't know what you're talking about." Yeah, yeah something like that. I heard. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I, I think he stole the original suit, which yeah. would be fantastic. Um, so either way, I think that's a perfect place to end. Uh, we already have a buy recorded ahead of time, so that's how YouTube time travel works. So uh, we don't even have to do that from here on out. I can just come over here and hit. The, hit I'm the just gonna buttons. say I, I, I'm glad you're able to get on, Mike. But I, I, I will say a special shout out, and I miss you to Ricky, and also to our other favorite Canadian. Other. Other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because isn't it basically say like, his name? Say yes, his name. Say his name. Well, because last time it was Martha. it was no. Ricky and it was Ricky and Mike and you and Rusty, and now I've swapped. So next, yeah. it's got to be Rusty and Ricky. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There we go. So yeah, we just got to swap. That's why we have the cross continental well, continental thing going on. Yeah. That's all, well, I mean, it's a good way to do it, you know. And we haven't There's had any visitors. When in you a get two Canadians on there now. Yeah, we haven't had both Canadians in a little bit, but that's okay. Exactly right. One of, one of these days, excuse me. One of these days, we'll uh, try to get everybody together on a weekend show. Mm. perhaps 
right, guys. So make sure you do the like and subscribe thing to everybody. I didn't do any promos early on, but of course, all my show key links are in the description down below, along with Ricky's stuff. He's not here because he's busy with with work and whatnot. Uh, he's kind of figuring out where his new schedule is going to be with his new job. Mike is visiting us from the Comic Relief Crusader. Yo. Of course. Yeah, you're pointing the wrong way there, Rob, but that's okay. On my screen, you are. <laughs> because it's like, you got to think, they're looking at my screen. I'm down here. You guys are above me. So you're pointing the wrong way. It's okay, though. And of course, nah. there's Rob. There's nothing to really subscribe to with Rob unless he somehow turns Sock Puppet Theater into an actual show. Um, which, in theory, he could. He chooses not to. Um, dude, sock, Thank sock, you. You can find me here, there, and everywhere dude, all, sock, all across the realm of sock collectors. Sock Puppet Therapy. Sock puppet. Ooh, that's basically what it is. Do it's sock that. puppet therapy. Do that. All right. And uh, so if you guys want to do all that kind of stuff, that's fine. You know, subscribe and whatnot. That'd be great. And Rusty, hopefully, will be able to come visit us when his schedule gets uh, less wonky. Also, uh, just early promo, I will be doing another uh, podcast with Dante, but this time it'll be on the So You Like Horror podcast. I didn't actually bring it up. But uh, eventually we'll get to that. Uh, I had to watch. Had to. I volunteered to watch the movie Rubber yesterday for that purpose if you've not seen it oh dude see it see it um so it'll just be interesting i didn't want to go into detail on it because i'll be doing that on that podcast so early shout out for that podcast to be filmed here in a couple weeks so with that okay bye 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 Rolling up, Uber, black Cadillac, high heel boots, and a sexy body full of tats.